So, God damn it, episode number motherfucking 12 in this bitch. Do you not understand the gravitas of an episode 12? <laughs> Shit. I got my homeboy, my brother, Juan Chalant, D-Block, Dewan. Say hello to the people. Hey, y'all. Um, let me, I'm going to get a little close. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Ways World, and here I am again, here to talk some more shit. And then also on the docket, now, y'all, this is the fucking crazy part, right? The episode that had him on last time went in. Bro, it was supposed to be another person on the episode. It was supposed to be four of us. Well, five of us if you count Shanice too, which you definitely have to because she's my showrunner. Um, yeah. We got Elot, man. We got Elot. We got E25 in the building. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she she here. You give us nicknames like we fucking sell drugs. She here. We got, we got, we got, we, it's not E40, it's E25. She in this building. She in the building, y'all. Say what's up to everybody. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. I wish I could have been here last time, but a bitch called influenza, so I wasn't able to attend the last one. Hey, shit absolutely happens. Shit happens. It's fine. But you know what? The fact that you're here now, the fact that we have shit to talk about, the fact that, God damn it, this is the Ways World Podcast. Let's get it. Let's go ahead and get this shit on the docket today. We're going to talk about the Tyler Perry Studios opening up. We're going to also go ahead and we're going to give y'all a one gotta go. We're going to do something different. We're going to do one gotta go when it comes to Disney movies. Um, Off the top of my head, something else that we named. Something else that we named. Are we going to talk about Homeboy and the jury duty thing, too? We're going to yeah, talk about the jury duty thing. Um, and then it was something else. Though. We're going to talk about Gary being listed as a, a miserable There city. we go. That's what I wanted to say. Such a touchy subject. <laughs> the most miserable city. Right. The most miserable city in Indiana. Can we go there? And to go with the Tyler Perry thing, apparently motherfuckers came at the cast of the House of Pain. We're going to talk about that, too. Um, that was so, it was so mean too. It's so bad. Also, apparently, fucking Balenciaga is out here selling earrings for like six hundred and sixty-five dollars. When you can go get a pack of safety, they're safety pin earrings. Let me preface that they're safety pin earrings, and apparently these motherfuckers are six sixty-five. You can go to a fucking store and get a pack of a hundred of these motherfuckers for Lord knows how much. I saw a comment it's literally about two dollars. I saw a comment on fucking Instagram under the post that was like, I could go to Target and get a pack of. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a hundred safety pins for, for $2.99. Why do you fuck in my pan Balenciaga $665 for two? If Target is Target, then what is Walmart? Because I remember in our day, we used to call it Wally World because of that really trash song. I still call it Wally World. I still I call it too. Wally World, too. I like, still call it Wally World. Basket, basket, basket. <laughs> <laughs> and then, again, and like I said, this is in no particular order. We're going to get to what we get to. But, Gary Glitter, you a bitch-ass nigga. You a bitch. Fuck Gary you getting Glitter. paid. Fuck you getting paid. Fuck the Joker movie. I don't even want to see that shit at this fucking point. I have a very interesting perspective about the, 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 the glitter thing. But we'll get there. But y'all, y'all got, you got me fucked up. How the fuck are you going to put this pedophile song? I don't give a fuck if it's a good song, if it's a classic. Suck my dick. Honestly, fuck you. <laughs> like, what? How the fuck are you going to put this pedophile song in your fucking movie? God damn it, you can tell that I'm fired up and we'll be right back here on the Ways World Podcast. Hey. So what happened, my niggas, on this motherfucking podcast, y'all? Let's let 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 y'all know them. Some of y'all that listen to them, by the way, shout out Maggie, cause Dewan let me know that you're actually a listener of the podcast. That's what. Um, and apparently you had some questions about the McDonald's story. Oh, um, girl, 
not the bad way though like it's just you know again if, if you would like to know i is it, it's a story it's a story um again i have to clear that with my showrunner before i actually thoroughly share that but we're gonna build up this story for a little <laughs> while we're gonna build this up to the time that it actually comes out on the podcast um, but like I said, I just want to give a quick shout out to the people that listen to the podcast. Thank y'all so much. Now, D Block, starting with you. Tell people a little bit about yourself. Um, hey y'all. <laughs> I didn't expect you to come to me so quickly. Um, my name is Dewan. Uh, I'm not giving y'all niggas my last name because y'all probably gonna find it out somewhere anyway. But um, I am a graphic designer uh, and professional shit talker, and also. A Beyonce stand, so don't get it fucked up. Absolutely. Um, Let's start there. I mean, I, honestly, I could just say that and we'd be done. Like, we really I'm, 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 I'm a part of the Beehive, so we're just gonna clear that up right now. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm really happy to be here. What do you? Do you have any questions for me? Because I don't. When people say explain, Laura, like give us a little bit about yourself. I never know exactly what direction. Well, going. actually, I do. What made you want to be a graphic designer? Um, I have always been interested in art to some capacity. Um, even shit, we went to a fucking performing arts school for seven fucking years, and my major teacher wouldn't allow me to change my major because he needed me where I was at. So I would constantly just do like art contests and like go hang out with all the art kids. Wait, what? Ridiculous. You couldn't you couldn't change your major? Well, yeah, absolutely not. It was like um, it was like what, what I play. I was a band major. What I played in the band, nobody else wanted there were to like play. Two of them. So it was like we kind of need you here because nobody else is gonna be available to do this, and so he wouldn't sign a paper for me to change my major. So I was stuck in band for seven fucking years. God damn! <laughs> it was a, it was a drag. It was that was not a good time. But um, I've always been interested in art. Uh, I've always had a liking to technology and computers, and uh, I don't I don't like to say this a lot, but I've been on the internet for a very long time. I've been using the internet uh, when it, going from MySpace to Tumblr to all these different like apps and everything that I've been around. Shout for out to a while. Tumblr. I'm saying we was the first. I feel like we was the first generation of like we're not the first internet babies, but we was the first generation to really get. Good. We got both sides of everything. Yeah, we got like yeah. the bad internet and then we got the good internet. And like I saw this online the other day to kind of explain the generation. So for anybody born after '94, you are not a millennial. You are Generation Z. You cannot. You are not categorized with us. You are not standing with us. That is my personal opinion. I would say 97. Really? You would put 97 in there? I would go 97. Hmm. Because I feel like if you're born in 94, 95, even 96, like you still, you still watch VHSs. You still have the floppy disk. You still, you know, you still wore those fucking jumpers, the you, you windbreaker not, jumpers as Matter of fact, like, and I, I can't take out 95. My little sister was born in 95. Shout out to Taylor. So was In D-Block, in D-Block, in D-Block. So you know what? I can't, I can't even, I can't even talk about 95. Um, matter of fact, I'll give you 97. I'll give you 97. I think 97 is fine. Uh, yeah, I'll give you 97. So anything after 97, y'all, y'all had to come up. Like if Go you eat a Thai pot. <laughs> <laughs> like if you was born in like 97, 98, you you graduated what 26, 2017, 2018? Oh my God, that's <laughs> whoa. Yeah, right. Like 2017, 2018 is when you graduated. So by then, I was out of high school like six that's years. That's when they were looking like, like fucking bridesmaids at prom at that point. Like yeah, with fucking helicopters and, and right and dragons and shit, y'all flying in the prom on on centaurs and all sorts of crazy. And shit. just pulling up in like all different types of shit. Like, but again. So, um, so, 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 so back on topic real to quick. Back, to so, so, so. Bring it back yeah. <laughs> to this um, 95 baby right here. To the 95 baby. Um, um, I've always been interested in stuff like that. And so, um, I ended up going to college for visual communications. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I learned that was a flop because I kind of could, everything I've learned to this point has been on YouTube. Everything I've learned about mm-hmm. 
doing uh, all his like logos and party flyers and the different effects and how to get into all these different like parts of Photoshop and other photo programs. Um, I learned all of that from getting on uh, YouTube. So, um, but I mean, I still can't because I don't go to college anymore, but I definitely still kept it. Like the interest is still there. Um, I just kind of want to take it in a different direction, but you know, yeah. So, what's so like, as far as graphic design goes or as far as your whole design career goes, who's some people that you would like to work with in the future? Hmm, that's a good one. Um, I follow this guy. We actually have DM before on Instagram. His name is, uh, his Instagram name is Envy Nick. And he is, I think he's like Grammy nominated. Because apparently, y'all, you can you can be nominated for a Grammy. Oh, For visuals, yeah, for visuals, for, for real. For visuals, yeah. So he, I think he's like Grammy nominated. But anyway, he does a lot of stuff for like rappers. And um, he does like book covers and stuff. He just posted this lady. He's like a best-selling um, author. And he did the cover of the book or whatever. I think he's really dope. And... I remember, I forgot how we even came, I think I was watching a YouTube video also, but in the video they were saying how like, especially because of, like today's age where you can like, essentially you're one DM away from just talking to whoever you want to talk to. Literally. So I was like, okay, well fuck it. I want I want like some advice, some like tips on like how to get my stuff out there, how to get my name big. Right. And so I DM'd him and he DM'd me back and he said some very nice things. And I actually, I actually sent him some of my work too. Yes. And he uh, sent me back his critiques or whatever. He was, he was super positive, super um, interested dude. So Envy Nick. I can't think of his last name, but um, it's E-N-V-Y-N-I-C-K. So, okay. Super dope. I like it. So, Eli. Hi. It's on you now. Hello. Now, now, now. And um, first off, let me preface this by saying, if y'all don't know who they are, where the fuck are you and why are you so goddamn sleep? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> the reason why I say that is because not only did these two have their own podcast, but also on top of that, Elon has dropped... The five, the five thirty one mixtape, the poetry mixtape, yeah. yeah. like the the, the the greatness with that artwork by Dewan, with actually. artwork with artwork by D Block. You get what I mean? Like these two alone, their their collaborative efforts are a plus. You like, talk that shit. A plus. Like and again, I still bump five thirty one. Like like literally, like if I if I if I'm on the work and I'm kind of like in the mood, I'm like, you know what? Let me just I don't want to hear no music. I don't want to hear no bump 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 bump. I just want to hear something slow, hear some peaceful shit. Yeah. And, and I go to five thirty one. Um. And then again with with D Block, he he's made album covers. He's made um logos. He didn't he didn't made tons of shit for people that was party flyers. Party flyers. You flyers. name it. And he's been attached to it. Now obviously that's not where he wants to stigmatize himself at and that's not where he wants to be boxed in at. He's an overall creative, an overall content creator. So, uh, like I said, I want to just big up these two. But Eli, Eli is a poet. Let me explain to you how I met Eli, right? <laughs> oh, let, me, let me just explain to you how I met Eli, right? Um, oh, trash. <laughs> so, she did poetry one night. And after she did the poetry, she had the whole, the whole venue crying. When I say the whole venue was shut down by her performance alone, she is still... This is making me super cringy. <laughs> she, she is still known for this particular performance. Like, And again, if you did not have the pleasure to see her on ISU campus when she did this, you definitely missed out. You definitely, you. you definitely, definitely fucking missed out. Um, but literally, after that performance, it was me and somebody I was cool at the time. Um, 
Yeah, we just we, we saw we saw her and her friend outside, and we was like, oh, we was like, we introduced ourselves like, hey, you did a dope, you did it was dope. We we liked the poetry, like, and we just you know, introduced ourselves, and from there we literally got cool. Like we literally got cool from there, and it, it, it's been a tight bond ever since. Ever since, literally, it literally it's been a tight and literally like I I can look over my shoulder and she's always been there. <laughs> Like same thing with D Block. Like ever since I met D Block, like literally, I look over my shoulder and this nigga's like right there. It's so fucking crazy. I'm too emotional. Okay. <laughs> but Eli, um, so tell people a little bit about yourself. Hey everybody, I'm Ebony. Um, as you know, I've done I do a lot of spoken word. Um, I put out an EP a couple years ago. It's time for another one. So definitely, definitely be on the lookout for your girl. Unfortunately, I feel like I'm about to do some shameless plugs because currently I, I am doing poetry. Plug but... your shit. Talk hey, your shit. Right, right. Talk, talk your shit. shit. I currently am doing poetry, but it's behind the scenes. Um, I'm working with a lovely na- lady by the name of Aniqua Chapman. She's writing and producing and starring in her own play. It's called A Bluesy Night. It's going to be in Indianapolis in mm. November. And I wrote the poetry for that play. And it's a paid gig because Aniqua was like a real ass bitch. Like, it was just, you know, like, so it's been uh, definitely some opportunities coming for me, but a lot of them have been behind the scenes. So I don't want you guys to think I ain't been working. So you're professional at this point. You've been paid for your poetry. Right, you're, right. you're professional. I'm not even going to lie. You're I a professional. I feel pretty good about being paid for this gig. Like, I thought that was kind of lit. Uh, That's a job like, title at this point. <laughs> That is a job title. Yes. But yeah, your girl's just out here. You know, I, I make my coin. I do my poetry on the side. And I'm, you know, working towards making that just my mainstream income at this point. You know, it's just trying to be on some grown woman shit. Sometimes it takes some time. But I appreciate any loyal fans. I seriously do sometimes get, like, screenshots of somebody that I know that's still listening to 531. And I just want to say on a public platform, I appreciate that shit. That makes me feel so good that people still be like, Listening to it and rocking with it. So, yeah, that's all I'm doing right now. And right here, just about to enjoy this podcast and talk some good shit. <laughs> so, what made you want to get into poetry? Um, Like, I went to the same high school as Dewan, a performance high school. And I was a theater major. So, when I first started, I was doing, like, you know, just plays and scene work. But then I had a... Uh, we had to write our own play in sixth grade and I decided to write my play about a poet that was going through like a domestic violence situation mm-hmm. and I did it on some like Vivian Green emotional roller coaster type shit <laughs> oh like gosh. yes y'all I'm so <laughs> serious like she was going through all this stuff with her boyfriend and then she went on stage and she like did a poem about domestic violence and that was the first poem I ever wrote and it's so weird because I had no personal ties thank god to domestic violence like I never witnessed it in my home or anything like that but it was just easy to write about and that was the first poem I wrote. And I remember my mom and my uncle being so, like, outdone by that poem. And I, I literally never stopped after that. It got to a point where finally my theater teacher was like, okay, so you can act. I, I get it. I appreciate it. But I see who you are now. You're a poet. Like, you got some more up your sleeves with talent. this shit. That's yeah, like, For real. You can Spot it. write from a perspective that you don't actually have any experience in mm-hmm. and still, like, shut the fucking house down. That's And that's, that's sometimes that's I literally talent. have to, like, let it be known. Like, I've wrote, written about some really deep, dark-rooted shit. And, like, people will be looking at me like, how did you survive this? And, and some things, I do write a, a lot about things that I've been through. But also, I write about, you know, stories that I've heard from, you know, women or men that I've spoken with and people that have confided in me. I find a way to anonymously represent their voice, like, to speak for their voice. So... A lot of times I will write about some shit that I have no nothing to do with personally in my life, but I'm a I'm really bad with empathy, so I have a <laughs> a bad uh, habit of putting myself in somebody else's shoes. So it helps me as a writer, but it fucks me up when I finish the poem and now I'm still like you know yeah, emotional yeah, yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So what? So okay. So as far as the bless the mic performance again, huh? the, the the shutdown performance. Um, just give me like if if you can even remember, just kind of give me some some thoughts as far as like what you were thinking going into that performance or like how you feel about it. Any okay, I'll be honest about this. I'm now we're, we're gonna discuss this, but anytime I've ever performed at Bust the Mic, I've always been super nervous because at least when we were students on campus, mm -hmm. Bless the Mic consisted of a very powerful vibe. The energy in that room used to be so like surreal. So it used to it used to make me nervous to go up there as a poet, but when I like I have this thing about trying to channel my nerves just as excited like as, as excitement and as positive energy so sometimes i'll go up there and i literally will black the like i will black the you know for a fact like i will go up there and black the fuck out i'm not even sure if i said it correctly when i get off of stage normally i can like base it off of crowd reaction but like sometimes i will go up there and like literally zone out i can't hear the music i can't hear like i'll i can catch it you know, before I start, but the moment I open my mouth to get some words out, sometimes I will black out and like I have no recollection <laughs> of how I did until I see the audience reaction. So I remember that day, and there were a couple times where I, I was able to get like a really good applause from Bust the Mic, which I appreciate, but I know what day you're talking about. And it was so, it well, was surreal. That, if, when I, I say like, house shut down, right? Shut down. I feel like that was one of the moments where I was like, okay. It's time for some type of EP. It's time for some type of mixtape. Like something. Yeah. So it was definitely it definitely gave me a little pat on the back and a little boost of encouragement to go out there and like really try and pursue what the fuck I was trying to do and not feel weird about it and shit. And know that I have some like pretty loyal fans behind me, which I appreciate y'all again. Um, so again, same question I asked him. What are who are some people that you would like to work with in the future? Oh, Alicia Harris from Strivers oh, Row. Ooh, we when I say Yeah, she put me on because yeah, I, I, like, I I active I don't I, I don't all the time actively like seek out mm -hmm. spoken word artists, but there are some some saves in like a playlist. Yes. <laughs> and I often go back to it. It's because of Ebony, because I didn't know what it, who she it's was. It's so weird and it's like I I definitely want to mention my Nikki Giovanni my Nikki Giovanni, my um my Angela. Which shout out to Nikki You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely want to mention my greats and, you know, like, some of the women that I've, I've, I have so much respect for and, and drive to be like, but also going back to age as a millennial and messing around with the internet, I stumbled upon Strivers Row and they changed my whole, it made me feel like, yeah, bitch, like, your shit ain't got to rhyme every single line. Like, yeah, bitch, make them feel that shit. Like, I used to listen to Strivers Row and get chills, like... And, and everything doesn't have to, the cadence doesn't have to always be perfect. The rhyme scheme doesn't have to always be there. But they had a way of making you feel, you know what I mean? Like feel what they were saying all the way down to the core of your bones. And that's one of the things that I learned from them. I would love to, even, even if I didn't work with them, I would love to meet somebody from Strivers Row. They have no idea the influence that they've had on me as a poet. So yeah, definitely them. I would love to work with a couple singers. I honestly would love to work with Kendrick Lamar. Like, imagine yes. me on, yes. you know, like, this is a, dude, by the, the way, K-Dot, this, like, this is a podcast that advocates I've you 100 I've referenced him so many times in my poetry, like, look, bruh, like, <laughs> whenever you're ready, That is my favorite Kendrick. musician of all time. When I say of all time, Kendrick Lamar, hands down, Mm -hmm. Is my favorite musician. When I say from the very beat, the first song I heard for him was Late. Um, the first song I heard from him was Swimming Pools. All, really? Uh, really? Crazy, I think the right? the first song I heard from him was Cartoons and Cereal. 
first, fucked me up. The first song I heard was Swimming Pools. And from Swimming Pools, I started going back through the catalog, mm-hmm. started Section 80, mm-hmm. OD, yes. Overly Dedicated. And my roommate, Dominic, um, at the time at ISU, he put me on to OD and Overly Dedicated. Because all I was on was Good Kid, Mad City. Right, you that's, where I, that's where you, I got you my could, You couldn't tell me shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Good Kid, Mad City, you couldn't tell me nothing. Right. When I say the greatest album of all time, in my opinion, the greatest album of all time, in my opinion. Have yours if, if you want. But... Like, he put me on the OD, he put me on all those songs, and then from OD, I was like, well, he got a Section 80 out, and then the moment I heard Members Only, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. God damn it, you know what? I got that same feeling listening to Cartoons and Serial as I did the first time I heard Kanye's, um, Wait Till I Get My Money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it takes a lot for rap. To, to to shake you to your fucking bones. But Cartoons and like, Serial. Shanice is scared of that song. That's that's song. That's song. That song scares the hell out of Shanice. <laughs> it is a little scary. Wiley Coyote. <laughs> Wiley Coyote. Boop. Like when I say that was my that was my ringtone for the longest to the point where Shanice was like, change that shit. She's just, <laughs> just like change your fucking ringtone. She's like, I'm tired of hearing Cartoons and Serial. You guys, okay, this is such a side note, but I, and I hate that she's not here, but do you guys remember when Shanice was obsessed with Money on My Mind by Sam Smith? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's one of the worst <laughs> goddamn songs I've ever heard in my life. That song is fucking terrible. She used to be in the car like, Money on My Mind. It's so <laughs> bad. It's so, it's so bad. It's so bad. The like thing the rest is, of that I album like, was so good, but I, I I understand why I like the song "Money on My Mind" because after hearing it so much, I eventually liked it. But it was like the the doom to doom. It was like it was it was kitschy and weird. I love that word kitschy. The, vo- the vocals didn't make no sense. I mean, and Sam Smith is a singer, so <laughs> like the yes. chorus, the chorus <laughs> just didn't make any sense to me. And it was I so, still went for the love, and, love, okay. the love, love. This is random, love. but like, do, you, have y'all, do y'all ever hear like a song and? It's not only annoying, but, like, you start to feel overwhelmed with how annoyed you are. Yes. Um, and it, it almost starts to have, like, a physical, like, you start to get hot. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes, like, my ear will itch. That's like, how yeah. I feel about anything about Bad Baby. That's, okay, look. I look, came for so, her. Okay. I came for her. Boop, 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 boop. Shots. You, you, unfortunately, you are in this alone. I get it. I, I get it's, why. It's okay. But I'm not going to say she don't have a couple of hits that have me, like, see, that yeah. shoulder be going. Yeah, like, see, see, here's the thing, right? My only thing with Bad Baby, and I know we kind of just went around every fucking thing at this we point. We left, all right? But this is why I love when we get together. Right. <laughs> my Authentic. Thing, my thing about Bad Baby is I have not liked her from the beginning. I have not liked her since Dr. <laughs> Phil. I have not liked her since then, and I'm not changing my stance now. I, I fucking refuse. You are a horrible that, person. But does that make the music bad? Right. No, you are a listen, bad baby. You are a shit person. You disrespected your mom. You disrespected Doctor Phil. He didn't make. Hold on, because you didn't make him famous. That nigga made you famous. Calm your ass down. I understand. I understand. You got writer credits, and you got you know you making money from being a producer. Writing what? Tell me that. You got signed to a fucking writer's publishing deal. What the fuck you writing? Huh? I want to hear it. Hmm, nothing echoes. What's she write? What's she write? What's she write? Nothing. She didn't write her own music. So what's she write for somebody else? I feel like you know, in this argument, I don't have enough. Um, <laughs> I, don't have enough uh, I don't have enough evidence to support my claim, yeah. but I will stand on the fact that <laughs> she is. She's all right. Like. Yeah, I, what I appreciate right now is the number of hip hop artists that we have coming out, female hip hop artists, which I hate to say because they're just hip hop artists right. at the end of the day. 
because um, a, a lot of men don't want to don't want to admit it. But as a musician, that Megan Thee Stallion, how y'all going the fuck off? When I say too, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie, like I can't be fucked with no. no. Like when I say like when that, when that shit first came on, I heard that beat. It was like don't it make you I was, I was like, like damn, I was like man. Jesus, like my heart, like like and then, then she had to lie. She was like, um. She's like, she giving this money to Megan. You know it's very expensive today. I was like, bitch, you better go ahead. You better tell these motherfuckers it's very expensive today. Yeah, and you went to TSU. You was that ten bitch. You better go from Tennessee to fucking to signing the goddamn deal with that. That respect has to be there for Megan because at the end of the day, like she's snapping. She go. I'm off. not even gonna lie. You Megan, can hear that influence. In Megan her. is snapping, and for anybody that literally that has a problem with Megan Thee Stallion, like as far as like the way that they was like about Bad Baby, that's how I feel about Megan Thee Stallion. Now two different categories completely mm-hmm. i feel like the level of bars is different absolutely i feel like the level of the bars is way different <laughs> uh but again megan the stallion is just cold and the thing is when she first came out i just thought she was just one of these girls with a fat ass and some big titties mm-hmm. and just you're like you know i'm gonna talk about my pussy and talk about talk about this ass and like like on some on some trina shit and like I mean, but even if that's the case though yeah, cause but cause what Jermaine Dupree said was that that, that was foul. She needs to calm down. She needs she needs to pump her brakes. Wait, what did Jermaine Dupree say? Jermaine he he said he that. was like, oh, she just another. It's just stripper rap. Like all these girls do now, is stripper rap. Well, right. Well, what type of rap do you do, Jermaine Dupree? So so deaf. It's so, is, so deaf. Yeah, like, at this point, how much he, do we care about the head history? I still care about... Okay, I'm I, not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Wait, hold on. I still care about Funkified, name, not a brat. Name, Welcome to Atlanta. Name you know one like, verse by Jermaine Dupree where you was like, wow, that was some You're right. Fire. You're right. Welcome to Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, no, he did snap on Welcome to Atlanta. He did. Low-key. I'll give him bars on that one. I give Jermaine, I give Jermaine uh, Dupree his just dues, and I appreciate what he's doing now with um, rap, the rap game with the kids, mm-hmm. although I don't really know where he's leading them. I feel like something's going like, <laughs> I don't know. They're gonna be signed to a so so deaf contract, and but you see, that's why Miss Mulatto didn't sign. She went through that whole fucking show, one, and then didn't sign the contract (laughs) because she knew. What it was gonna be. What it was gonna entail. Which and I mean, that's she was gonna blow smart up anyway. her part, cause yeah, cause she ended up getting a bunch of. Uh, Miss Mulatto, y'all, that's just too much for me. Like, I watch this little girl on TV, and every every little girl becomes a grown ass woman. But Miss Mulatto be out here in them all blood outfits, yeah, rapping <laughs> all this see through. I'd be like, oh my gosh, bitch, go off. But I watched her as a kid, so it's like, oh my god, like <laughs> almost in a, almost inappropriate. Really, it's almost inappropriate. Like <laughs> really quick, um, as y'all can see, this is gonna probably be a longer. Episode. Episode, so I just want to preference that. I know we're, yeah, I, 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 I know we're like 20, 25 minutes in already at this point. But, but you're having a good time. You're, having, you're, you're enjoying the fuck out of this, right? The last question I'm going to ask y'all before we go into the next segment is, and y'all, whoever wants to pop out first, pop out at the party. Okay. It's up to y'all. Pop out. Hey, speaking of which, <laughs> fucking oh, Katie. 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 Katie got banned. The internet time. is horrible. She right looks now. like a foot steel. Oh, What's Jesus. One thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what is, if y'all could describe what Katie got bands look like. No, I'm little not bitch. Doing you a thought little bitch, Rose little whole little bitch, little dirt little bitch, little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she, she used to go she the fuck off. Like, you I'm were up, a- little bitch over here selling your pussy for some McDonald's, little bitch. A little Katie. I'm not talking Katie. about how she looks because the bars speak for themselves. The bi- she looked like a weather balloon. <laughs> okay, so this next question. <laughs> she looks like a very expensive this, spoon. I just so, she looks like DW from Arthur. But, <laughs> so, yeah. so, so, <laughs> so, God damn it. What? What was the question? <laughs> the question was, um, again, either one of y'all answer. 
what motivates y'all creative? Like, what what is y'all creative process? And we gonna end it on that. Heartbreak, which is why I feel like it's been so hard to write about because I've been in a happy relationship. I mean, every every relationship has ups and downs, but, but for the most part, out of every other, I could I could I've been in like shitty relationships and can write like a a horrible ass poem about this nigga or a female in like ten minutes. Break my heart. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> say you love me. That's why like I relate to Adele so much because. Adele's last album was amazing, um, but I think her albums before I felt so much more because the heartbreak was there. Speaking you know? of, she's coming out with a new album. I know, and she and also it, just had a divorce. Which God means, damn it! This music that she's about to unleash, it hot fire, right? Heartbreak. Like, everything's about so to be. Everything's good. literally about to be. Hello. Yep. <laughs> and I'm bitch. I'm here. Hello. Like, do you hear me? Like. <laughs> I used to love those fucking memes when that song first came out, and they had the Lionel Richie and her together, like. Hello, hello, <laughs> like, <laughs> is it me you're looking for? I used to love those fucking memes, but, okay, so hers is heartbreak. What is yours, Block? Um, I feel like mine's is impact. Hmm. I really want to leave, a, a, like, a, a very long-lasting, memorable footprint in the world. And there's a lot of people like me who get silenced. A lot of people like me who don't get a chance to get their voice out. Mm-hmm. And That's what this fucking podcast me. is for. And, um, right. <laughs> I always I, I pride myself. Well, I was telling women this story earlier, but like um, when I was younger, uh, I had uh, received the nickname Two Cents by my family because I was always <laughs> adding extra shit, always giving my opinion on stuff that nobody asked me for. All up in grown folks' business, grown folks business. <laughs> exactly, right there, right in the middle of it. And I remember it used to make me really self conscious because it used to make me feel like I didn't like I. Like you shouldn't speak. Like you shouldn't have. Like I didn't deserve. I don't want to get like too deep, but like just like it just made me feel very weird. And then I ended up meeting all my friends who are now my family, and um, who talk big shit. Yeah, and (laughs) y'all brought that side back out of me and made me think. Y'all made me realize, like, okay, maybe the stuff that I have to say is not, you know. Just some bullshit. Or like, right. And I am a grown no. fuck now, so I can be in all the motherfucking business I want to be in. You so, right. I'm here to just to to to, to uh, be a staple. You got the same right. dress I got. <laughs> you got you got the same hair I got. Then shut up, shit. But we'll be right back here on the Ways World Podcast, yo. So coming off that that retrospective, and I just I, just, I don't know why I decided to use that word for these today, but, but they were definitely I feel like it's just a retro a retrospective type of thing. Um, the first thing that I want to actually talk about because I feel like this is gonna fire me up personally. I like like I need any more fire, right? <laughs> Balenciaga, you've lost your motherfucking mind, and we here on the Ways Real Podcast are going to tell you how you lost your motherfucking mind. I have a question. Yes. Is this, like, appropriation of the punk rock culture? That's a reach. I mean, it may be a reach, but, but, a lot of kids, you know, from the scene, scene, I hate that, like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of kids from the scene, scene, uh, you know, will use bobby pins, you know, in the middle, like, in their gauges, mm-hmm. like, or just in their air hole, and now you're going to take this, this very affordable trend and, like, slap a, fu- a couple fucking zeros on this shit and like put this out there it's to me it's almost it's much similar to a lot of things that a lot of these labels are doing with black culture and appropriating shit and like flipping it and instead of calling it what it is and what you do like what are they calling these earrings they're literally just calling them balenciaga safety xl earrings safety x xl safety extra large earrings kiss my ass like what 
I don't necessarily think that it's appropriation of any sort of like culture. I do think though that it is. It's just consumerism. They know bitches will buy it because it's because of the name. It's but like, goofy. What, what bitch is going to be dumb enough to instead of going to your local Target? What is it, Target? And getting like some extra large body pin, I mean some extra large safety pins, would go to Balenciaga and you, spend. You ready? Yeah. Like, it's to have Kylie, Kendall, go, Kim, go, go, go. Chloe. Now you know Courtney ain't buying that shit. Courtney not. No, 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 no. Courtney shops at first time and first time only. I'm gonna say Courtney don't give. Courtney doesn't care about anything else. That's a safety hazard. But anybody named anybody named Jenner or Kardashian besides Chloe, besides Courtney. Would would buy some shit like this and then try to fucking put it on like look at look at my new safety XL earrings oh by Balenciaga. Well, I think it's gonna it's it's gonna pick up traction. People are gonna buy that shit. I don't they know are. Why. I don't know why, but they're gonna buy it. They're Can I get a know. list of these people so I know to not fucking win? <laughs> and the thing ever. is, when you when you ask them, when you walk up, I'm gonna be like, are those? Safety pins? Um, actually, they're, they're Balenciaga. Balenciaga <laughs> yes! So that's the whole point, y'all. That's yes. the whole fucking point. I say the same thing about my my current place of employment, which shall remain nameless. Mm-hmm. But like, it's all about the label. Like, a lot of times people don't even know what the fuck they be getting. It's just the label. They don't even know what the fuck they buy. It's the label. It's to walk around. Well, yes. Yep. Yeah. You got to it. That's the thing, though. Like, what I've what I've realized, um, because again, I'm not somebody that shops at like fancy stores. I'm not somebody that shops at like expensive stores or nothing like that. But what I've realized is a lot of basic shit at these high expensive stores, like fucking um, fuck, like Saks Fifth, like mm-hmm. Saks Fifth Avenue or some mm-hmm. shit like that. They be looking basic as hell, but that shit will still be two, three, four hundred dollars. Looking fresh out of Kohl's. And, and that's the thing. It should be expensive as fuck. Or like fucking Banana Republic, like how in Kim Possible you had fucking Club Banana. Yeah, Kim Possible had me trying my damnedest to get some Banana Republic. <laughs> now I, I've been a thick child my whole life, and um, honey couldn't fit in a Banana Republic, but a belt buckle, a keychain, can I get a something? Kim Possible had me inspired. Like, and you know, it's all about. And you know, the only reason why it's expensive is because it has the banana on it. Yeah. If it even has the banana on it. Some, and you know, a lot of times, a lot of these uh, celebrities wear labels and shit that are so expensive and so top notch. That they look like regular ass clothes. They look they you don't see the label. Well, yeah, especially if you're talking about Banana Republic, because that should that you might as well go shop at Target at that point. I want to see all right. polos and fucking slacks and pantyloafers right. and shit. You can get that shit at the drugstore. Or fucking um, what's another like Gucci, like like a Gucci store. <laughs> no, what's so crazy is Gucci man's actually about to work with Gucci. That's the only reason why I'm kind of like looking back at them, even so, after the stupid shit they did. That's why I'm sick of celebrities because they don't stand on shit. And that makes it hard for GP to stand on shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause Gucci was canceled how many months ago? Was Gucci canceled? Gucci was yeah, canceled. Piazza's um... ass was going the fuck off about Gucci. He he said we better cancel it. Uh, we, you know everybody. Oh you mean, oh it. see when you said Gucci, you thought she meant Gucci man. Yes, cause people call him Gucci, so I was oh. like, oh okay, no no no. no, brand, no. no the okay, no the brand. I understand why the brand was canceled. Well, I don't. I didn't see what it was they did, they but put I put out a sweater. You know how like oh, wait wait was it the blackface sweater? Yes. Like with the with the red lips. I tried to, yeah. to, to to discuss what. Yeah. What did. Um. So give me like give me like two minutes. Well, I'm just I'm just trying to wait here. Hold on. I'm talking through this because I, I need about two minutes to kind of go off about that for a second. If y'all will allow me. Go oh, for it. Talk the shit. Show show. Go for it. Gucci, what the fuck is wrong with you? You are a dumbass motherfucking fool to put some goddamn fucking blackface on a fucking, what was it, hoodies, t-shirts, everything? Unfortunately, it was a turtleneck, which makes it worse. I'll jump. In your face, and you make the fucking blackface, right? 
I feel like even if that wasn't the creator of that sweater's intentions, there's too many people that, that are working in that building. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like, are dumb right. as fuck. I'm like, pretty sure there's some black people that nobody... fucking works for Goofy and uh, for Goofy. Let's go. No, 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 for Goofy. For fucking Goofy. And you motherfuckers couldn't, not one person, even in the goddamn boardroom, because y'all got at least have one black person. Matter of fact, y'all don't, because y'all probably don't have one black person that probably looked at this they shit. They might not. As much as I love RuPaul's Drag Race, he's seen all the white people that he brought up on stage with him and was mm -hmm. like, this is diversity. It was really awkward. And you know, I love some RuPaul. I love his show, but it was so cringy to watch that speech. It was, yeah, like it's, it was super cringy. It was horrible, but that's dumb as fuck. Like, like for instance, right? I'm gonna give you. I'm, a, I'm, a, and again, I'm talking directly to you, Gucci. If, if you even fucking decide to listen to this podcast, or if I ever get that big to the point where you hear this shit, you saw what happened with Drake in the story of Addie Dine. That's a black man. That is a black man that put on blackface, and he still got dragged for that shit. So what in the fuck made you think putting I'm that sorry. shit on the fucking sweater? The story, of, the story of, of Addie Don. You remember the, the fucking... The, 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 the Pusha T song? Yeah, the Pusha T song. And the oh, picture of the Pusha yep. T song was Drake in the blackface. Yep. So, if Drake got dragged for doing the blackface, what makes you think putting the shit on a motherfucking hoodie, pullover, sweater, whatever the fuck, is going to make it any better? And My then you got these fucking stupid-ass fucking motherfuckers on the internet that's going to run with the shit and be like, this isn't racist anymore. It's just a form of artist. It's just a form of, of artistic expression. No, the fuck it's not. Y'all put the red lipstick and the blackface on us from the very fucking beginning to motherfucking mock us. Fuck you, Gucci. Fuck you, Goofy. You a goddamn dumbass bitch. My only thing about it is that when that, when that Minnesota. stuff first happened, you know, and, and T.I. was one of the main celebrities that had a lot to say about it. He was going live and using all his Bill Cosby words and them ugly-ass sweaters, but whatever. Mm. Um, he was going off about it. And I completely understood where he was coming from, but you click the comment section and you can see the general general population. Sorry, sir, I don't know if you've been informed, but we're not wearing Gucci to fucking begin with. So you're not really talking to us, so you need to be having a conversation with your peers. Yeah. That's how I felt about it. Like, so if Gucci Maine is about to start wearing Gucci, I hope the T.I. gets on his fucking live and starts going off on him about it. Like Dead ass though, because like again, it absolutely makes no sense. I'm I'm tired at this point of these companies dragging us as a people and dragging us and disrespecting us and then what the fuck us what the fuck do we do we go back to these same companies like then shit happen like oh that was girl that was water under the bridge oh, well, we i mean that just brings on you know speaking of that 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 makes you want to discuss forgiveness which we all know the most recent case with um, Amber, what was her name? Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger. Yeah, I talked about that on the last episode. You know, and, and the forgiveness with that, with the black judge and the late, and the black uh, security officer that was, you know, brushing her hair for her. Mm -hmm. It was a very, very, very touchy situation, um, which brought on a full-on uproar on the internet amongst the black community about forgiveness. And what's um, so unfortunate is that this shit happens, and all like all of these fucked up things will happen, and the first person that has an opinion on it is an African-American person and it just starts an uproar amongst the black community. Like, oh, but oh, it seems like only us. Like, we're the only ones on the, on the internet sharing this shit, pulling up other pictures of judges not hugging somebody or hugging somebody. <laughs> yeah. and it's just like... And, I don't know. And, I'm not even going to get it. Like, and, I'm not even a, go and like, and if y'all want to hear my take on the Amber Geiger thing, I'm not going to chew my food twice. You can listen to my yeah. last episode to, to hear my opinion. But just to kind of give somewhat of a synopsis or kind of just to, to somewhat it, on that. The, the term chewing your, your food twice just made me a little gaggy. <laughs> like, just a thought. Like. <laughs> um, I, feel like that's, I feel like that's a fucked up case. Um, she walked in this man's house. 
Um, they tried to use her working 14 hours to as an excuse for her being tired. I understand working 14 hours. I used to have to work 14 to 16 hours my goddamn self, and I knew exactly where the fuck my apartment was. But that that that's neither here nor there. <laughs> It's yeah. there at my fucking uh, apartment where I was going. Like, yeah, fuck that lady. Uh, no shade, Jaws. Gucci Mane's still high. No, Gucci Mane's on water. He's on water. He's and only drinking water. Oh, water, 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 water and smoking weed. That's well, because y'all know these rapper niggas. And, and, and Keisha Kiwa. He, he's y'all definitely smoking. Rapper niggas, they don't be. Nobody caught that. Rappers <laughs> are vegan now. Um, I honestly just seen a video on Facebook about that. Like, why? And the video was titled "No More Beef." Like, is in rap. It's you know a little pun for rap beef mm, and yeah. actual beef. Uh huh. <laughs> but <laughs> it was about like how a lot of rappers in the in the current music industry are more so for a healthy lifestyle um, in terms of how they eat, how they work out, you know. And I really feel like that craze really like kicked off once Gucci Man came back, and they were like, "So is she just dehydrated then, or what's going on?" Because I can't, I can't. Like we all, the Gucci shit happened, and we all knew that. Like that, right? Like, it that was, was so a like thing. yeah, and <laughs> because of Ti, because of Ti, yeah, but. I remember reading it on the shade room, and I also mm-hmm. remember hearing about it on another podcast that I was listening to. Um, Gucci Mane, I don't, I don't. What was the reason? I don't get it. I don't get why for, he signed. And I get now, mind you, right? His name is, is Gucci. Gucci, and the brand's name is Gucci. Gucci. And you know, Gucci used to always keep a Gucci belt on. I feel like that collaboration should have happened a very long time. A ago. very long time no, ago. You know, they would, who, who the fuck was finna put Gucci on the label when he, he was making Oh, true. I put ass on. Oh, yeah. But you hey, but here the thing, right? Remember Tommy Hilfiger back in the 90s? Tommy Hilfiger and fucking Timberland didn't want us wearing that shit. Mm-hmm. Or motherfucking, remember what Biggie used to have a Coogee? And, and, and black people stayed at some fucking Tommy Hilfiger. Mm-hmm. And, and the fucking Coogee and fucking Coogee was like, we didn't, like, Coogee didn't want Biggie wearing that shit. Mm-hmm. Coogee hated the fact that Biggie was, was the spokesperson for fucking Coogee. But guess what happened? He put it on and Everybody else went and bought one. You get me? Oh, Bill Cosby Coogee ass sweaters. It was dope. It was dope. Don't get me wrong. DeJuan definitely had the Biggie Coogee hat, but yeah. but what the fuck? Like we we give we give you big companies so much fucking support. So much support. That all we do is get shitted on, and it makes us look like cool ass niggas. Fuck it, I'm just gonna say it. it makes us look like it makes us look as like cool ass niggas. Like we going right back to Massa and being like, hey Massa, let me go ahead and put on this nice little five hundred dollar pair of shoes. Uh, come on, Massa, let me go ahead and put on this this motherfucking um this this, this nice hoodie or some shit like that. And I'm sorry if I may have an alternative perspective to to a lot of you to, to some of y'all. It's cool. That's what the, again. That's what this podcast is for. It's for debate. Because every lo- time Wayman says Massa, I like cringe further back into my seat. Like, <laughs> The word. Because like. literally, that's what the fuck it, again, to me personally, that's what it seems like. It feels like they do us dirty, and then it's like it's like a slave getting his ass whooped. A slave got his ass whooped, and then what would, and then what would he be forced to do? Go back to Massa and be like, all right, Massa, you whooped my ass. It's cool. I, I, I'll go back to this field. Like, uh, like, like. Now, I do have, because I've been thinking, not about the Gucci thing in particular, um, but just, just about I just brands. Want, uh, <laughs> about, I just want to uh, rant. <laughs> <laughs> about how Brands like they they started their their tactic for sales is like like public outrage, yeah. Like them like making companies mad and essentially like you mentioned earlier, it's just it's being circulated more, so it's getting more hype around it. Now I have not seen no um whites in this damn racist ass sweater. I've never I've not seen it yet. I don't want to see it. I really hope they took that. You know, hopefully they understand that they don't need to be caught in public. We're no shit like that, but a lot. But that happens so much though about mm-hmm. about brands getting online, saying something dumb. Um, what was the brand? Was it H and M that put the, the black boy yeah. in the hoodie that says the coolest monkey in the jungle? Yep. Some yep. crazy yep. shit like that. 
You know, and, and that's not. You know what? Up that one um, caught me so off guard because I don't really. I'm. You know what? Like the shit happens so often that you do have to question: Are these just careless ass mistakes? And you can also reference back to how our how much our history isn't really being taught, which would make sense because you have a lot of white people that do or say this outlandish shit with no. You know, cognitive, you know, they don't even, they're not even aware of it. Here's the crazy part about what you're saying. I was actually going to um, bring this up in for this discussion. I saw a video on Facebook the other day, right? And in the video, um, I'm black, so I can say it. If you're a white person listening to this, please don't ever use this word. These white girls was online talking about, like, I don't see why black folks are so mad at us using the N-word. Like, like I'm just going to go ahead and say it, nigger. That's a really like, interesting and, conversation. For and, me. and I was like, wait. And then she kept going. She was like, yeah, like you didn't, you didn't have to do it. Like, honestly, I would love to go to the field and pick some cotton. And I was like, Ooh. Oh my! I was just like, oh, I was just like, oh, 2019. Never mind their dumbass comment, but about you know the in terms of the subject, uh, you know, on whether or not white people can say. Don't you dare! Um, Don't you fuck! I will smack the dog shit out no, of you. No, listen. I feel like a lot of times in the black community, do as I say and not as I do branches so much more than just for us. Um, I do feel like black people will say nigga all day long because we feel like we can. And will like look at a white person and pretty much be like, "Bitch, I dare you to say it." Um, so it's like it's it's a really. I don't like when white people say nigga, but I also don't like to unless it's like my day ones. Which if there's a day one in my circle that happens to be white, it's because we we have understandings of each other as people, um, race. We, we were able to relate. And uh, have discussions about this, and, and you know, continue our friendship. We have understandings. So, I, if there's white people I barely know from a can of paint, I don't like saying nigga in front of them because mm-hmm. you never know what white person will be like. They said it in front of me. Does that mean I can say it? Yeah. What's up, honey? <laughs> like, not even you know, with but with no ill intent. That's where it gets really like you know confusing because people will say it with no ill intent at all, but then you have to be like, hold the fuck up. See, look, right, me, JB, Shanice, and Candace one day, we met, we, me and Shanice met JB and Candace um, downtown um, or on the canal. Mm-hmm. And we Ew, were, I wasted my first trip on the canal with the worst spouse ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we was walking on the canal. Um, we walked past this group of white people. And it was hillbilly white folks, like you know, country country fried white folks, mm-hmm. um, that are rampant throughout the city, the and state of Indiana. Yeah, like right, you get right. what I'm saying. Um, and when they walked past, we could have swore that they said nigger, and like they weren't talking to us and called us one, but they was talking to each other and said like this, yeah, some 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 nigger, like. And me and JB looked back like, a white person will sometimes, depending on the white person, will turn to another white person. They'd be like, nigga, that sounds stupid as hell. It's the same way we would turn to each other and say it. If you say something stupid as hell. Like, nigga, that sounds stupid. When a white person does it... It's cringy. It's cringy. Well, because if you ever... I mean, I'm sure all of us have heard a white person say it. You can see it in their face that they know they ain't supposed to be saying that shit. They look awkward saying it. I mean, but I do feel... I, And this is just me. I do feel like if... The, the root of it would be if we don't want people that are African American saying nigga, we should stop saying nigga. Do I think that'll ever happen? No. Nigga, please. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but it's like, it, I don't, that's why I don't say it. If I, if I don't want you to say nigga, I ain't saying nigga in front of you. 
Unless I, like, I have friends, like, my boyfriend is white. He don't fucking want to say it. He don't want to. I, my best friend is white. She she don't want to say the shit. It's, mm-hmm. You will find white people who just don't want to say it. Like, but then you will find white no. people that'll be like, why can't I say it? Nick, I was I worked with this. I worked with these white folks at, at this fucking this fucking warehouse that I worked at one time, and literally we had a fucking discussion about that. And like in at first they didn't say it right. We was talking about it. At first they didn't say it, and then they was like, like what's wrong with me saying nigga? Like we're like what's wrong? Like like I'm not I'm not I don't mean it derogatory. Don't you hate I, when you can see that spark in their eye? Even just what's it's can like I say? A rush. It's like an adrenaline. What's wrong rush. with me saying nigga? Like, 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 like excited. Like, 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 and she was, she was like, yeah. She was like, I say it. She was like, it, it was openly in middle. She was like, yeah, I say it. Like, yeah. I work like, with the women right now. I work with a lot of women, and especially in a city like Terre Haute, where interracial relationships is definitely becoming more common because of the, the influx. Yeah, because of the influx of African American students who end up getting stationed here. I.e., you know, us too. Like, we mm-hmm. we're here, but she's she has children by a black man, so she will literally be like, nigga, please. Ooh. In a second, and she feels justified in saying it because she has biracial children. Ooh, yeah, that's sick. I'm, Ooh. Oh, my whole oh. thing about it is I see, I understand, Ooh. I understand where you come from. Hold on, from, got, y'all go ahead. I gotta take a break. Okay. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm when she said that shit to me, she didn't. She didn't say it to me. She was talking to somebody else as I was walking past, and it wasn't until I literally got to the back of my store to be like, I literally stopped in my tracks like. Yo, did she say nigga? And I turned back around and I went and asked my coworker. I said, yo, did she say? And she was like, yes, girl, she did. And we both just looked at each other like. Look, <laughs> look, I, I but don't. Neither one of us, but neither one of us felt comfortable. Like, it's such an uncomfortable thing. And we're at work and we're trying to keep things professional. And both of us are just looking at each other like. So we're both aware that that made both of us comfortable. Un- uncomfortable. Are we aware of how we're gonna handle this? And neither one of both of us were just like, okay, let's just hope this bitch don't say it again. If she say it again, then we're gonna have to say something. Let's just let this slide. But like, if she say that shit again, we're gonna have to be like, look, sis. Look, like, hey, 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 calm down. That's shit. making me really uncomfortable. But then I, it's like, it, it, I don't know. It's just so cringy. Like, it's so, I can't even say that it's, I don't wanna deem it as bad unless you say you're saying it with ill intent. But saying nigga and you're not Afro-American is just cringy as fuck. Like, why do you want to say it so bad? Well, see, that's why, that's my whole, that was what I was about to say. It's like, like you mentioned earlier, um, most of the white people that I know, well, that's not true. A lot of the white people that I, like, actively hang around, Mm -hmm. like my friends, um, like you, like you mentioned, that they, they don't want to say it. They don't want to say the word. They don't want to use that mm-hmm. as a term because it's not an interest. It's not interesting. They don't interest them. So, what about that? Like how, how? It just doesn't make any sense to me for to be like, okay, I'm not. I'm gonna stop saying it so that you don't say it. It's a community thing. The word nigga is reclaimed. We took that word back Man. from who right. used it against us, and now we use it colloquially. But then that also, okay. Like, so, like, have so. y'all seen the picture on Facebook that said, like, hit the nigga, baby? Have y'all seen that picture? No, I'm glad. So, no, so back in the day, right, there used to be um, white folks used to have this game, um, at least the racist ones, because, right? again, not, not all of them are racist. Uh, but they, they're like it's a picture on Facebook and if I can find it I'm gonna put it in the oh, promo oh from the old circus yeah and black was, and white picture yeah and it was like like hit the nigger baby and it was like literally people like it was like a, a thing of like well it didn't show what they were throwing at the baby or throwing but it was literally like it's a carnival game yeah, yeah it was a carnival game I've never seen it before mm-hmm. but I believe it it makes sense 
But the whole thing is like, for example, right? And I've had to, I've had to learn, I've had to, to, to go about this in a very particular way. But I'm, I'm a homosexual man. I was just about to ask about, you know, because it's, it's a word that people try to reclaim. But then the, the LGBT community themselves were like, no, we don't really fucking want this word. So it's like some L- people, well, some gay people use it, some gay people don't. Yeah, and I think, I think that's the your choice. Word. Yeah, I think that that's your choice um, to do that. Uh, it, it also all just depends on who you're talking to. Like, I wouldn't walk up to a person that I don't know that may be black or um, mixed or whatever and just say nigga to them. I have no interest in doing that. I use it with people that I know. I know y'all, so we say nigga all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't really have... Well, I got some gay friends. Nigga, we nigga, 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 nigga. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we don't typically... Um, I'm not against using the, that word, Um as long as it's people that you're comfortable with. Right, I was just about to say, is it? I feel like it would be the same way as, like, I seen a post on Facebook not too long ago. Um, when, you, when you're becoming really, really cool with your coworker and you call her bitch and you're not sure if she's okay with that. Mm-hmm. I've witnessed bitch two grown women. Bitch. Yeah, I've witnessed two grown women. And this was at the village back home. Anybody from Gary, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember seeing two grown women and they were cordial. They were, you know, starting to become friends and they decided to go get their nails done together. And the one girl was much more, you know, she just looked a little bit more poised and a little bit more, like, to herself, a little bit more quieter. Um, and her friend that looked more like the, what is it, extrovert? Yeah. Um, she uh, is the one who called the introvert a bitch. And the introvert is pretty much like, I get it, like, we're kicking it, we're cool, but, like, we're not, we're not I there. don't like that. <laughs> and the lady literally arguing her down. They're literally, at this point, finna fight. And the introvert, like, isn't even really trying to go there with her. She's just saying, like, hey, I don't like that. Like, you ain't got to call me a bitch to communicate. Like, right. girl, sis, shit, you could call me honey. Like, that, and I'm hearing her say this shit. And the, the girl that called her a bitch is just like, well, bitch, I, like, <laughs> I don't see the problem. Like, bitch. you my right. bitch. Like, why can't I say this? It's a certain way. Like, you just never know. Like, you could walk up to a close friend of yours and call them that. Or, like, you know, how, I don't even know the the how it would be put in a sentence that wouldn't be offensive. You know what I mean? Like, bitch. no, the F word. Oh, well, the thing so is, that like, gay people be keen. All we do is crack It's right. It's ridiculous. used to be, you know, just some shade. Not to offend you, but just, like, some, like, shade. Like, but I feel like there's there's certain people you can say that shit with. And if you don't know if that person is comfortable with it, then you shouldn't you say shouldn't it. You shouldn't say it at all. Right. You should respect their boundaries, especially if that's somebody, like you mentioned, the situation of two people, like, on their way to becoming friends. Right. We ain't even there yet. So that. it's like... For real, um, but fuck that bitch. No, right, <laughs> but she was literally like, "You my bitch," so like, <laughs> but speaking of my bitch, my bitch is the anchor app. And, <laughs> oh my god! And and we're gonna go ahead and and take our little second here to hear from our sponsor, hey. the, the anchor app. <laughs> So coming off of that lovely ad break, again, shout out to Anchor. Um, <laughs> apparently, again, this is something that I did not know, um, and I should definitely be more up on this. So I do apologize, but apparently Tyler Perry has opened up his own studios. Now, hey. now here, here's the one thing that I did know about it was there is a highway and there's a sign on the yes. highway, and he took a picture of it. And it's to your fucking right. And like. it, literally, it literally does say Tyler Perry Studios. And I remember that day because everybody was literally like, he did it. Yeah. And the thing is, he had, I feel like he had made it prior to, mm-hmm. but 
he hadn't had that open in part like that. Pretty much a housewarming for his damn studio. Yeah, like it was a, it was a like Tyler Perry Studios has always been a thing, but I think this may be the. Is this like his first official studio? This is Tyler Perry's production. Tyler Perry Studios has always been a thing in terms of his own film company, but they have a set. He has acres of land now, uh, an entire film and lot. Like 12, 13 stage sound yes. studios. Yes, it's sound stage studios. Many people can film there. Many people already have. Um, this thing was huge. It was like. I mean, because the invitations itself were fucking grand. I remember 50, 50 Cent posted his, and they're all like, out of all the people that were there, all of them were hand person, like personally made with their names on it. They all had a video inside with Tyler Perry personally inviting them by name. What? Like, literally, they were all personalized. Like, his one for 50 Cent was like, What's up, 50? I'm super excited to have you to the Tyler Perry Studios. This is the opening, blah, blah, blah. Like, everybody got one of those. Damn. Everybody was fucking there from, I mean, from Beyonce, Not everybody, Oprah. Because y'all know who mad, right? Who mad? Ooh. Fucking Bow Wow. Y'all Bow Wow's uh, mad that he didn't get invited to the fucking <laughs> the nerve! He said, wait, he put, out a, he put it on Twitter. I also saw this, too. Um, but Bow Wow out here hanging with, with Bill Clinton at parties, so I don't see why he couldn't. Yeah, go. he mentioned that in his tweet. Oh, yeah, because Bill Clinton and Hillary were there. Yeah, like I don't see, I don't see why like he couldn't get no invites to the Tyler Perry Studios. He was Byron. He was Byron, wasn't he? Oh, you know what? That's so fucked up because I forgot that he was in that movie. Literally, like, wasn't he Byron? He like, was Byron. Yeah, when when he fucking when, when Tiana Taylor was like Byron. Ugh. That that's fucking that's Bow Wow. Bow Wow was Byron. Medea's big happy family. Something like that. Oh, he played in the movie, in the live movie, which let's real quick side note, because we're talking about Tyler Perry. Can we all just agree that the original, like at least the original five or six Tyler Perry plays, plays right. were ten are were and will always be ten times better than any movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, hands down, hands down. In my I, don't, I just don't think they I like, translate well. I like Diary of Mad Black well Woman. Like Diary of Mad Black Woman, I like that. Like like oh, she, that was like it, No, but no, but it's like my favorite scene is literally it's not supposed to be funny, but literally like she was like he was like why are you always like why are you always so bitter? She's like I'm not bitter, I'm pissed. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, the <laughs> acting that sepia filter that they had over the DVD version of the play like. Ooh. Oh, not the selfie filter. They yes. should just use like Java or like Jade or some shit like that, or like <laughs> or a nice Aurora. But like. yeah, back to this uh, to the opening gala. It was pretty much like a big old housewarming for the for the oh gosh for the studios. <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody was there apparently except Bow Wow's mad ass. Like, what did he say? Why was he? Girl, so he said. But he's Byron though. Like, I, I mean, when you think about him being Byron, he I guess he should have been invited. Like I, when you when you say that because I completely forgot when you say that he should have been there. I'm not gonna lie, you. I don't think I watched that movie. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't finish movie. it seriously after hearing, and I love Tiana Taylor. Shit, like I really do like Tiana Taylor. But after hearing her say Byron like that, I seriously did not finish that. Because a lot of people started doing it, and it yes. just, it became like a trend, and it was just. And then if your name was Byron, yeah. ooh, you I'm had you any nigga named Byron. You had a rough. You had a rough I think like. That's why I didn't watch it. You had a rough three four months. That funny to me. It was not funny. It was funny on screen. It was funny in the play. That's exactly what you said. It does not translate well on film. Um, Bow Wow tweets, um, or Shad Moss, as he would like to be referenced. Is it Shad or Chad? Shad. I think it's Shad. I don't fucking know. Shad to Um, shit. After this Tyler Perry party I just witnessed, Please don't include me in anything regular or based. Oh, no, no, no. So, Bow Wow was there. Oh. And he called it, he, called, he basically called the shit ghetto. Nigga. He said, don't invite me to anything uh, regular or basic anymore. I was hanging with Bill Clinton. The price just went up. I'm 
sorry. Oh, hold on. Wait a second. So let's listen. Hold on. Let me just turn you around real quick, Bow Wow. Okay, so I understand you're a little Bow Wow. We just don't know the way you move so fast across the flow. We understand who you are. Um, Your first album as a kid, I enjoyed it because I was Harlem shaking and sea walking. Right. I had my headband on. The the second album, which I believe had Fresh As I Me is on there. I'm not I'm not gonna look up your albums because I don't care. Enough. I'm not gonna lie, Fresh as I'm is was a bomb. Um, but the album that had like Fresh as I'm is and all those other different types of bad well songs like Omarion and Let, Let Me Hold You. Like yes. when, in the video, he was like, mm, Shorty, mm, like mm, mine. Like, Come on. You give me like, yes, like all those was literally damn near, I think, like on one or two albums. Like the let your first three albums. Y'all better give him his just dues. Your first three albums. Before album, we shade the fuck out of him. I think, I'm not, I'm not even I, I, I think you were okay. Um, I, I liked them again for the point in time that they were there. Um, but ever since then, look, motherfucker, I, I I saw a video of you, right? And yes, yes, Chad, Chad, bad, slad, I don't give a fuck who you are. Um, <laughs> um, I saw a video of you literally in some, I think it was New York or some shit like that. He's talking about the video he, when he was like, he was walking Yes. And he was like, oh, I hope they don't notice me, I hope they don't recognize me. And they was like, ah, like who the fuck are you? Are you the Like, ever since. the bus monitor, bitch? Ever since then, I completely. Remember when he had that problem lying on the internet? Yeah. The Bow Wow Challenge. The Bow Wow Challenge. <laughs> like, you, sir, need to get your shit together. I understand. Yes, you are him. But you sent a tweets out like, my prices went up. What price? price? Who's paying you? Who's saying Bow Wow come to my event? Who's asking Bow Wow to do things? Now, behind the scenes, again, we don't know what motherfuckers do in their regular yes, life. We do. Bow wow I mean, Bow Wow's definitely getting that grown up hip hop check. I'm gonna say, he's still, oh, yeah. he's still, he's still definitely getting paid right. out here. Go off, sis, go <laughs> off. But, but due to this, to discredit, um, Tyler Perry and Tyler Perry Studios of all things. After you, you we, the, this whole first half, we thinking your ass wasn't even fucking invited. We yeah, we, we was defending you. you Nobody, yeah, I don't see him in no. Picture. Bill Clinton oh. was there. Shit, if the price went up, Bill Clinton was there. Did he not pay your ass to come too? Like, <laughs> and then here's and I think that's where that picture of him and Bill Clinton was. I think they may have been at that thing because he definitely got a picture of Bill Clinton talking about, "Hey, I'm with the president, so the fuck is up." Um, oh my gosh! But. Yeah, like Beyonce, look, and they have Beyonce stands here, right? Beyonce got paid a million, two million dollars to perform like a 30 minute set, 30, 45 minute set at this Indian man's daughter's wedding. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, did y'all ever, like, hear that? Like, how many celebrities actually still do personal parties and bar mitzvahs and shit? And apparently for Beyonce... That might be there, though. And the thing is, apparently, like, for Beyonce, it was, like, two million, and then somebody else did something... And the dude was like, I was willing to pay you up to 500000 You only asked for two fifty, And, like, like, look, Bow Wow, you're, you're not at that level. I would probably pay you maybe two bands to come to my party. I will pay Bow Wow a, a McChicken meal. Oh, I my God. Will, I think it will get no, okay, price. I will say, I do think having Bow Wow personally invited to your concert should be at least $5,000. Like, okay. I mean, to your party, your birthday party or something. For to do this what? Is, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, that nigga's a clown, but... Like we just ran off the catalog, shorty. Like mine. Like, these he, are all early two. Do you think he deserves songs. a per diem, like a like a per day? Like like what if he asks for a Hell per? Hell no! Y'all gonna <laughs> pay him five thousand dollars to what? Stand there? To 
dude. To recite lines from growing up. Because the thing is, if somebody takes a picture, to do a fucking. If somebody takes a picture with them, are they gonna like? Is they are they cloud gonna go up if they take a picture with them? No, I don't think so. I've seen people's cloud not go up, and I'm sorry, but I because I do adore her, but I've seen people's cloud not go up off of a picture with Kiki Palmer. Why should your cloud go up with a picture with a celebrity? Kiki Palmer's a whole different bag. Um, I'm not gonna get into this on this particular episode. If if something comes up with her, then I have to, to I have to drag her. Um, I will. Well, you know she's permanently now on the Kelly and Michael and Rich. and Kiki show. They named it the the so and so and so and so and so and so. So matter of fact, we're talking about Kiki. Um, because we're gonna wrap this right back around because we have something else. Because I think Kiki Palmer was in a Tyler Perry movie, so this actually she was in a few. It, and she was in a couple of them, right? So this actually is gonna make sense. But Kiki Palmer, look, you didn't hear her asking about no fucking. Hey. Look, right? I love True but, Jackson. I love True Jackson but VP. Kiki Palmer has a platform. Bow just simply does not. Look, <laughs> Kiki, I love True Jackson VP. Uh-huh. Um, I don't listen to really any of her music. Um, I didn't really... We keep it moving. I was just well. about to do that. Oh, shit. I, I forgot we keep it moving. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one song, and I'll give you, again, True Jackson VP, and I'll also give you Akilah and the B. I'll give you the Tyler Perry <laughs> movies. Y'all, seeing Akilah tap her thigh to, to remember how to spell words mm-hmm. for Akilah and the B is everything. You know what I wanted them to do? And they didn't do it, and I'm pissed because it would have been perfect if they, like, did the Arthur thing, which like, A-A-R-D-B-A-R-K. <laughs> 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 if they would have did that, like, bro, like, hey, spell a word. A A R D. I used to be up in the morning, like, A A A R D B A R K. Like, when I say, I'm like, oh, but. So, you about to read Kiki Palmer for what? No, no, again, a different. Like, I just, I don't stand for her. Like, like, if Shanice's, I come at a lot of people just for my own personal feelings, but I feel like that's where my platform is for. I'm not disrespecting you. Um, I'm just I personally do not stand for Kiki Palmer. Um, just like what's what's her name? What's her name? Um, she was on Girls Trip. Um, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, Tiffany can we Hatt- not? Can we not even talk about just, that? Just really like, quick. <laughs> what did the, she do? The same thing with Tiffany Haddish. How I don't really care for Tiffany Haddish. I believe she is a wonderful person with a wonderful personality. A very beautiful young lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't find her funny. I don't find her comedy really? funny. I don't, I, I don't. I found her funny in Girl Trip, but that, that was literally was that it. was it. Like I didn't. Really? I, I don't really find her funny. And so, I kind of was done after the Met Gala situation and her bringing all that fried chicken to the Met Gala and dressing up as <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Yeah, yeah. But the same so, thing with Kiki Palmer. Like Kiki Palmer, again, you are you were True Jackson VP. You will always be True Jackson VP. So I have to give you credit for that. But and as far as hustlers. Um, I heard the movie was trash. Um, yeah, I did too. I heard, yeah. Uh, but, and I heard Cardi B was in it for like, like she, she pulled they a Chris. Chris Brown. Yeah, she did. She pulled a Chris Brown. She was in there for like the first half and then after that, that was it. Like, and that still pisses me off about, about that fucking movie because that's where everybody went to see. Nobody went to see the rest of y'all. Even though that head slide was dope. Ah. That head slide was dope. And, but. I wanted to see it for Lizzo. What? She, she was in... Lizzo was in Hustlers, yeah. Yeah. What? I really wanted to go... See, well, for, for everybody that y'all just named, and then also uh, J-Lo, because that bitch be acting. Right, I don't care what nobody says. J-Lo's, J-Lo's a good actor. That bitch. J-Lo's actually... I love J-Lo's acting. Um, and again, my... I remember... Speaking of J-Lo's acting, Enough, right? The movie Enough, my grandmother... I will, will remember this to the end. My grandmother was watching Enough. That movie got her so riled up to the point where at the scene where she was whooping his ass, my grandma was up, kick his ass, right. kick oh his God. ass. Like my grandma yeah. was like, uh. who wasn't? I was waiting on him to try and choke her out. Me too. So she could be, you know, so she could do that fucking move. My Look. grandma literally was like, kick his ass. Like my grandma was 
in that fucking movie. Like, and like, I'm sorry I say grandma I fucking in the same sentence. Like, I, I apologize, grandma. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whoa. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Because I, I, don't, I don't like to cuss when I reference my grandma. Like, the other day I was, yeah. on, I was on the phone talking to her, and I was like, fuck. And I was like, my fault, grandma. Sorry. I am so, I'm, like, I, I'm like, I am so sorry. And she was like, I didn't even hear you. Yes, you did. But we're going we gonna, we gonna to let that slide. We're going to let that move fast. Um, but also, speaking of Tyler Perry, so people apparently have been dragging the the, the cast of the House of Pain. Uh, We're gonna touch on it for a brief second before yeah, we move on. I think it's unfortunate. Well, because they st- you had mentioned that they talked about the son from how Doc Shaw I think his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, from Corey from Sweet Life on Deck. I'm gonna say Corey now. I'm gonna say Corey now. I keep wanting to say. I keep wanting to call him Kyle Matthew, which is oh so funny. Sweet <laughs> Sweet Life on Deck, and then um, what was the one he had with Mitchell Musso? I, I, Jungle Kings or Kings of the Jungle, some oh, shit like that. I, I watched that. Too. See, that's when I was starting to like cancel Disney because they was they had me fucked up. They started doing. They started doing a lot. They really did. But you brought him up, and I don't think he looks bad. It's it's so unfortunate that being he a chubby strong. child star. You literally lose weight and your average size as a grown adult, and people instantly are like, crack yeah, is whack. You didn't make too much money to have a smoke crack. Like, they just going off. They said Ella left her edges on set. You know what? Let me just they say look, and, and look, and the thing is, I, some of the pictures that come up here, I'm not even going to lie. Google did did them a disservice. Like It's like you Google, like, House Google. of Pain cast 2019, and they pull up every questionable picture. Yeah. Look, they, 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 did, they did a huge... A huge disservice to um to to them. So look, I'm just gonna run them down. Tyler Perry, obviously you're the big boss, so your picture's gonna always be ting. Um Levon Davis, Curtis, by all means, again, you all right. You have a good picture up here. The way they did Miss Ella on this picture, and I'm just gonna pass it around the room. The way they did Miss Ella, Damn. The, the way they did Miss Ella in this picture, y'all did her so bogus. And Miss Ella, if you walked out of the salon or whoever did your hair and you were okay with this, I love you, Miss Ella. You were a wonderful character on House of Pain. I loved you in the Tyler Perry <laughs> movies and the plays. But girl, no, no, that was not okay. Yeah, they definitely. That was not okay. I'm sorry, but Levon Davis, they got him looking. Did you think he looked rough? Look at look how zoomed in it is. It's just, yeah. it's just really unflattering, <laughs> and it seems like they're doing all of this. Alan like, Payne is, is is lighter than light. Like he's light. He looks. He's, oh he's lighter than what he normally is. Yeah, if y'all Google the like, just Google him, and you'll see what we're talking about. The only ones that really have good pictures are Tyler Perry, Levon Davis, and Janine McKinney. Um, I said Janine. I, I'll put two names together. Janine, Demetria McKinney, Janine Payne on the show, if you know who she is. And, and look at Keisha's, Keisha's picture ain't too bad. She looking real sweaty. She, yeah, anyway, just, China Ann McClain is, y'all not going to keep coming from her. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even mention her. No, you just said the only people pictures that look good you named off. I, I was going through just to double check. And yeah, China Ann McClain don't got a bad picture up here. Again, we want, me and Shanice have been watching Black Lightning, her more than me, but... That that's again different show, different topic. Um, but yeah, like Tyler and McClain on that show, I think she decent. She didn't grown up. I watched Ant Farm. I watched Daddy. <laughs> I watched Daddy's Little Girls. Um, so I get. I've, I've watched Tyler and okay. McClain grow up. This is another tangent, but like I just want to say really quickly, I feel like Hollywood refuses to give them three sisters a chance. Like her and her sisters after Daddy's Little Girls. That was it. Oh yeah, that was she, it. she do got sisters. Like I just feel like it's time for those girls to remake the Cheetah Girls. Or something like I thought it was gonna be them. Yeah, I thought it was too. It just seems like Hollywood is like uh-huh. no. Do we need a remake of the Cheetah Girls? Though? I mean, no, no, because the no, because again, if if 
You could go to Africa, like. Possibly, but the thing is, mm-hmm. if you fuck up that first movie, like if you fuck up Cheetah Girls one by redoing it, yeah, some things don't need a sequel. Yeah, I might say I might pull up Disney. I might honestly pull up Low key, like, right on the studio, <laughs> right on Paramount. Like the fuck, I'm ready to get the fuck ASAP. ASAP. Like, uh-uh. uh, but we'll be right back here on the Ways World Podcast, y'all. Have y'all seen um, her uh, <laughs> music video? Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> hey. So, no, really quick. So, we was talking about the uh, the Parkers. That's how that intro kind of came <laughs> on. Like, have, y'all seen, have y'all seen her music video? No. Yes, I definitely have seen her music video. Girl, um, that shit was crazy. The girl that played Kim from the Parkers, she had, she had a music video. It definitely looked like... It just looks ridiculous. Have y'all seen Tisha Campbell's? Tisha Campbell got songs out now. I'm still here. (laughs) Tisha Campbell is fucking insane, y'all. I just want to burn it. No, when I I say like she was on stage like power woman. I love Tisha Campbell's shoulders. Oh, her shoulders be active. Her shoulders be active. Can you pass the piece? Can you pass the piece? Can you pass the piece? I feel like Tisha Campbell has knees like that girl that was dancing in that video. The girl who's, she's viral now from dancing and her, she's moving her knees all hard and shit. The, 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 the proud Mary scene yeah. from, from, from Martin. Yes. We're like, those, the, her knees was going proud Mary keep on rolling. <laughs> when I say like, it didn't hit it with the shoe. See the song right anime. Like, Remember book. when Gina got her head stuck in the um, bed? In the thing is, Shanice defends her because Shanice, I think Shanice just told me before, she, like, she don't think her head is all that big and she don't see why people like be on her, her head. Her head like, is big as fuck. It's not as big now, but what's worse is that her neck is so little. Like, I think that's what it is. And her shoulders are wide. Her so it's just making her But and then also, her shoulders like move when she talks. Did y'all see Tisha Campbell on the Soul Channel Awards? No. no, what she do? What she passed the piece? It was like it was pretty much Pam and Gina. It was like both of them. Oh, I think I. I and they hosted the Soul Trader Awards yeah. last year. I didn't know that. I didn't know that Pam and Gina was in Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, I saw that the other day, like well, yeah, like a little friends. while ago, and she was like, "You know who that is?" And I looked, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's why I want to know what the fuck, like what's going on, uh, like why you why you going? First of all, in all the performances that keep coming out, she's at like open mic nights." And like she's not like on tour or anything, so she's just like going to clubs. <laughs> Can you not? And on stage. <laughs> Can you and not? Man, I, it was Ellen or some crazy. shit. They had her on one TV show, like Ellen or Jimmy Kimmel or some shit like that. But still, doing still her song. You doing one of her songs? When I say all, it was all shoulder like I'm really and, 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 and power stances. Apparently, her her husband was crazy and he had a. Oh yeah, fuck Dwayne success. Martin, fuck him. Which is why they and you know what's so crazy is that. All of the characters that the man played in Real Husbands of Hollywood mm-hmm. was pretty much what the what the, what general population thinks of them. It was like a, yeah, it was kind of like a parody of that type. Mm-hmm. Like let's play the roles of what the internet thinks of us. Like, but I feel like his was the most accurate. Like, <laughs> and actually, I'm shitty. Real Husbands of Hollywood like went off air because I, I refused. I never watched. I never it. watched. It. I did. Yeah. I did. I actually watched like I the, watched the reunion. I watched um, it with y'all. I think I watched like one episode. I watched. I I thought it was decently funny, the especially real having the Hollywood reunion was fucking hilarious. Like even when they did the cipher on BET, yes, hilarious. I did, that. I did watch that. That was funny. And the thing, N- Nelly snapped fucking um, Boris Cujo. Did they have Barbie Brown come out? Oh, I think I had got so. <laughs> Boris Cujo fucking rapped in German, and I was like, oh. Y'all, much. really quickly, before we get into our next subject, I just want to talk to you guys about something I've seen randomly on, on the internet. 
actually challenge. I seen it. I seen it randomly <laughs> watching something on YouTube. But you know those celebrities where they're so good at their job. Ashton Kutcher was saying this on an episode of Hot Ones, which I really love watching Hot Ones. He was saying how he wished that he had held more of his self, like his personality inside because it became it got to a point where he would try and do a movie role and a serious role and, and people would call bullshit because they they just they're like we know you so this is um, this is hard to believe so then you have celebrities like him as kelso um, has ruined him forever for me yeah yeah him yeah. as kelso or no matter of fact no i can't even say that because the butterfly effect came out right after the butterfly effect was really good when i say that was a, that, that, movie, that movie was excellent that movie yeah, was excellent too but um yeah like i just think and there's a couple of actors like, um, I mean, Keanu Reeves, like, mm-hmm. um, he'll always be Neo, Joaquin Phoenix, um, hmm. Robert De Niro. There's a, there's a lot of actors where you know them for their roles, but you probably don't know it any, like anything, anything that, about them. You don't know any, you know, at all, like about mm-hmm. what they're like outside of these roles. So I just think that that's really interesting to be a successful actor. You kind of have to keep yourself under wraps so that the characters like that you portray I must say yeah. a, a lot of a lot of celebrities um are really good at hiding themselves from the world like um, I think it's Brad Pitt. I think Brad, like, I saw, a, a, like, a, a, e, a e News Weekly or something like that. Like, not one of the scam, like, informer articles, but, like, an actual <laughs> magazine. Yeah. And it was, like, Brad Pitt um, finally comes out about, like, his new lover. And it was some lady. Right? It was some lady. But the thing is, like I said, like, he was like, we've been together for a while. Y'all just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like. And it damn near gotta be that way. Like, uh, Jamie, Jamie Foxx and old girl. What's that lady's name? The, the white woman? The lady, Katie Holmes. Um... They were rumored for they were rumored to be dating for so many years mm-hmm. before they finally like at this point I'm waiting on a wedding because like they damn near <laughs> been together about for, for six a while. years like I'm still waiting on the Oprah and Stepman wedding I want a person they ain't getting married that's our that's our beard I, I, I want to. <laughs> Please do not. <laughs> it's so funny that you that you weren't here for the last time we recorded because one of these niggas actually said that we, we brought up we were talking about couples like urban couples or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, power uh, couples, power, power couples, yeah. and you said I said Oprah and said yeah. Anthony's dumbass was gonna say. I thought she was going to say Oprah and Gail. I remember. I was there. I was laying on the couch. Yeah. Down with my influenza. Right. Sorry, but... Um. Mess. But no, I feel you on that, though. And I kind of... What about Oprah and Lee and Iyama? Ugh. No. No, they, 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 no it's, it's Gail. It's, Wait, yeah, but you don't think Oprah Gail. would cheat on Gail with Iyama? No. Like, they, they no. definitely spent a lot of time Ilana together. Ilana would be like, you let a, you let a penis <laughs> penetrate your friendship. Like, <laughs> she would not... That is, the, that is the that is the that put me onto the episode. He was like a penis, like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, that episode, the episode where she makes all those. Oh, y'all, this episode that is made, really she made the man all them, them uh, baby dolls. Not even that that one, but then also the one that they the part two of that mm-hmm. where they had the live audience and she made all these men's black men stand up and say how many kids they have, and they're like, oh, I got nineteen kids. I have 14 and one on the way. And it was just so, like, and by girl, why do you want to broadcast this shit? Like, it you was sure? just so- Because, you know what it is? Like, and again, this may be a contrarian opinion, so please excuse me. But I don't, again, like, being raised in a in a, a house, a community full of nothing but women, I feel, my, I feel myself going to bat for, like, my own gender a lot of times. Yeah. Um, because I feel like, in a lot of instances, we get played the fuck out. Like, I feel like in a lot of instances, like, there's no way to, to fucking win for us. Mm-hmm. And I feel yeah, like... That's I, true. I feel like in that particular instance, that wasn't okay. Because if you wanted to have maybe one or two to spread the message, 
cool. But Why then she not? bring like six or seven or eight of these motherfuckers yeah, up and, there on stage. I, I ended up cutting it off halfway through, so I'm not even sure if she had any uh, men of color there that represented like the lead of a, of a household, like or you know, in their. These were just all deadbeat like, baby daddies. Yeah, and it was the, like literally all deadbeat baby daddies. And so. the thing is, and that's the thing but about the media. How much sympathy are we gonna have for deadbeat baby? Daddies? I'm not saying I'm not saying have sympathy, but it that it comes it comes a time where you have those conversations where it's like. Discussing the issues in the black community also on, on public platforms also means t- also um, allowing the opinions of people that aren't African-American and letting them have opinions on on what what, what we've seen. Like, it's not hard for people to, to form an opinion on black men raising children when you have... All these different images of black men. When you can go men, watch Ilana... Talk uh, about the black men and how they and ain't shit. And not raising their kids and how they ain't shit and with the problems that they have, which... I mean, that also opens up the conversation. Like, you ever see those posts on Facebook about the last person to be loved is the black man, the the, the person with the least amount of resources for mental health is the black man. Like, and and low-key, that's facts, though. It is, it, it, it is facts, but it also... Not even like, low-key, that's facts. Like, that's legit facts. It brings the conversation... I mean, when you discuss stuff like this, even like we're discussing it right now, when you discuss it on public platforms, you also are inviting the opinions of people that aren't like us to have to, to, to form opinions on us and I think that show was so shitty because I did not see any light at the end of the tunnel like I was watching it which like is off, damn. Which is how, how, often how hard programs end you know yeah. there really is no resolution it's just kind of being screamed at somebody called um, Iyanla a freelance auntie once not a freelance <laughs> auntie and I actually yes. thought that, that was pretty accurate that, all she that does, is pretty she accurate she just gets paid to go around and act like she's part of your fucking family act like she's an auntie without no kids and no responsibilities and exactly. got her shit together that and came back and be like um, what the fuck y'all doing? I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I may be the the unpopular opinion about what y'all are just talking about, though, because I feel like so much trauma that people have dealt with, not even just in this country, just in the world, but we'll talk about America for right now, mm-hmm. um, has been brought on by men. So much domestic violence, so yeah. much Debbie. You know, there's like not active yeah. patriarchy murders. Uh, uh, fit with a sexual assault, yeah. um, homophobic and transphobic, and all of that shit. That's like I don't. It comes from from from. It can come from women as well, but because men are at in some ways uh, kind of at the top of the food the chain driving, of the yeah. rest of us. Um, because even as a even as a man, I'm still a gay man, so I still get knocked down. So do you down think it ladder. goes? White straight man, white. If you if you're looking at a tier, do you think it goes? White straight man, white man. I mean, white gay man. No, nobody gay is at the top of the food chain. Now, gay, I think gay white gay men would be at the top of the food chain. Unfortunately, um, uh, before a black man. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, especially because white gays, they be they are entitled and they have their own problems and they say and do stupid shit all the time. Um, I, I see a lot of a lot on Facebook of people, um, and predominantly black men, having an issue with. Uh, people in the LGBT community and how they push for issues or change that they feel that the world isn't is privy to. Um, when, you, you have a lot of black men that feel super sensitive about that and they're like, can the gays shut up? Like, which, black men ain't got no rights. I was about know? to say, which and about so, And so at that point, what do I look like giving a fuck about black men being embarrassed on TV? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's such a catch-22. I can't, I can't do too much with that no. because I'm still being hated on by, by straight black men. The only thing that I would say um, as far as that goes would be... Um, 
it's a stereotype. That, that's that's the only thing that that really gets me as far as that image being put on TV is because of the stereotype that's already. It's already a stigma, and that stigma hurts us as black men because if you try to like if you try, if you try to go to somebody with an issue or you try to talk to somebody about an issue or something like that. Their their first mindset isn't generally to help or generally to to um to to to, to shed light. Their first mindset off back is well, what you do. Like as a black man, it, we never really get the the to explain our point of view. We never really get a chance to explain why we did what we did or why this happened. It's always or like or the or explain how the other person may have been at fault. If you're a black man in the situation, nine times out of ten, what did you do is the first thing that comes in their mind, or what you do is the first thing that I feel like comes to people. Well, yeah, but that just comes to that comes from being a man in general. But what I'm trying to say is that I, I and I may be very jaded. Y'all can correct me or let me know if I'm being free talk. But um, it's so funny how the black community works. Because that's what I'm saying. It's yes. so funny how it like, works because it's like sometimes like we are the catch and the twenty-two. Yeah, like, we judging our own selves yes. a lot of times, and I don't even. Think, way, I'm not feeding all this black <laughs> shit at all. I'm not getting all of that. But like, if I'm out supporting what the quote unquote the black cause or the black whatever, if I'm out trying to support, if I'm going to a rally or I'm buying something or donating to something, that's me. How did this start? Like, really, I didn't mean to cut you off, but how did this conversation start? Uh, I don't even know. Like, Ebony brought up, just um, really quickly, we're all just you gonna know, apologize. You know, brought up Iyanla. That's what you said. No, you but no, but how Iyanla. did we, but no, from me, but how did we get to Iyanla? We got to, it was. You was talking about Oprah. Please so let us know in the comment section how we even <laughs> how, how we even fucking got here. Um, so really quick, to, you don't have to seep through all the darkness to get to what we're about to talk to next. So if you want to. We, we'll, we'll, I'll put a timestamp. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thirteen minutes and twenty-five seconds. Yeah, I'll put a time. Here. I'll put a timestamp of of when to to kind of cut. If you don't want to hear this first part, if you want to hear the whole thing, by all means. But um, let's let's lighten this up a little bit. Okay. Disney. Right, we're so heavy. Like yeah, we, we, we got heavy. <laughs> I'm a bit girl. I need tempo. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Disney for a second, y'all. So you all know Ebony. Uh, one. Big Disney fan. We're all Disney fans. Um, I plan to get my uh, my Halloween Town tattoo before the end of this year. And me and Ebony are getting matching tattoos. This way they keep saying, if I get a Halloween Town tattoo, he is definitely... If you better not get one without me. You know me. it's going to be this, like the pumpkin and the statue. Mine is her, but the established a long time ago. Oh, the... see, I'd get her too. Like, yeah, I would you just... would get her I would, on your... Yes. <laughs> yes. What's that, Julie Andrews? Is that? Yes. I would get her on my arm. Yes, because why? Because she was Marnie's grandmother. She was like, Marnie's grandmother. She taught her everything she knew. You, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> but we don't talk about some of our favorite our favorite Disney Halloween theme movies because the the 31 days of Halloween has officially has officially been good has officially began on Disney and we're gonna we're gonna do a one gotta go so we're gonna kind of combine all of this into one thing so we're gonna pick one first as our favorite mm-hmm. and then out of those one of them has to go collectively amongst us all yep so the first one I'm gonna put up there to just for consideration um, you know where I'm going with Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm wondering, should we make it difficult and not count Hocus Pocus because it's the obvious? It's the one that's that's, but going, that's I, the one that has to go up there. I'm saying, that's, to. It's, it's going to stay automatically. So that'll, that'll be the one, and then we each pick pick a different one. Well, we one gotta go is one that like doesn't exist anymore. So Hocus Pocus. <laughs> 
isn't gonna never not exist. <laughs> that's why I'm like, Hocus Pocus off back, I will put up there. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, me? Yeah, it was like um, either one of you. I'm gonna, oh, I have a, a couple actually. Right. Ones that I really like. Um, I'm so shook that Interview with a Vampire is not a Disney movie. The fact I that definitely you, thought... You know if you remember Interview with a Vampire, how it was in the fucked fuck? up. I know. That's why I, was, that's why I was like, damn, that was a dark-ass Disney movie. But, okay, but honestly, whatever. Don't Look Under the Bed used to scare the shit out of me. Same, same here. Same here. Boogie Monster. Yeah! <laughs> um, I... I have so many, y'all. Same. When y'all go? When y'all go? Same. Um, I, I, say, I put up Hocus Pocus. Halloween Town 3. That's what Halloween, I was, that Which was is the Halloween Town High is like literally one of my favorites. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Even, the the, even even though they switched up Marnie? No, that was four. Halloween Town 3 was the last one was with Marnie. Marnie. You're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, okay. That's why it was my favorite. Because like, Marnie went to high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She got a boo. I was like, didn't the goblin boy go to go to high school with her too? Like the, the, yeah, they all were, like, everybody yeah. was in high school except it, the young. And it was like a little, like, a Halloween Town high school. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Again, I'm a fan the, of Halloween. I'm a fan. I just had to really remember that. I haven't seen Halloween Town 3. I haven't seen Halloween Town 3 in so long. It was amazing. Um, I would probably say Twitches because it came out of my birthday. Go, go Twitches. Go Twitches. Go Twitches. The bitches went so off. Power like, the Moon. But then again, Sun. y'all, what about Halloween Town 2? Because you did have Calabar's Trapa. Revenge. Yeah, in Cal- you know, Trapper. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say we're going to put up any Halloween Town. 2 Two would go off back. Like, 2 two was going up there. Okay, like. I will say 2 <laughs> was probably better than 3, but for me personally, Two-ly 3. three. I, I guess I would say 3 as well. I mean, I did like I liked them all. Too. I, I love them. I didn't watch Apart. them. Remember Gore's um, yes. house where everything kept going missing? <laughs> yes. Like, I didn't oh. watch the fourth one. Well, you know what? Let's, let's go to this band. I, like, where's all the socks? I, I don't know. I watched the fourth one for the sake of watching. Like, I could not not watch the fourth of the, one. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. of the franchise. But... It was not. It hurt my feelings. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt. It really it hurt, hurt to watch. Yeah. That's just like watching the Cheetah Girls. Um, the, the after one. yeah, the third Cheetah Girls. Well, like, it was hurt gone? to watch. Raven was gone, but you we watched it for the franchise. But was Raven really gonna fly to India? Like, was she really going to India? No, no. <laughs> she, went, she, she went. She went to Milan. She was cool. It, she wasn't fucking with the bitches. They were in like, Barcelona. They were all. <laughs> oh well, Italy. Bar- Barcelona, Spain. My fault. They were definitely in Barcelona. But you get what I'm saying. Like she was. She was gonna go to Barcelona. Yeah, because why not? Because and they had her in that like. That dragon red outfit. Yes, in the fucking mm-hmm. high, them fucking yeah. they, they had her. They, they, they showed first. The first thing they did, they showed her the outfits. It was like, this is what you're gonna be wearing. Are you are you okay? Are she you was, down? She was like, maybe. She you like, she, boots, she like, let me hear the songs. Um, you can breathe in the music. The city <laughs> nice. And then what, what was the one that is over? Please oh, don't no, let it be over. It's over. When I say like, they, she, and she was, I feel so alone. This is a sadness I've never known. How did I let the sweetest of dreams slip away? <laughs> and the thing is, right, right, that was also her contract. She was like, I have to at least get, let me get that nasal in there. Let me get that T-box. She was like, I need the first verse. She's like, I need the first bar. I need the ending bar. Straight up. She was like, she was like that last. Please don't let it. I need that one right there. The way her mouth was moving. Please don't let it be your. And then Adrian gonna come. Then Adrian gonna break her. Please. Yes. And then Raven gonna come right back in. Like, nah, bitch, you thought you had me, didn't okay, you? One more before we go back to Halloween Town. <laughs> right. Ah, na, 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 na,
the, the gag about that song was like homegirl started singing it and then Marisol Raven. walked up and Raven was like alright bitch you take the top you take the bottom you take she the put it there she, she, she was like Ooh. this was exactly. all I told her this was all in her contract yeah true <laughs> She was probably making the most out of all of them girls anyway. Oh, absolutely. That was another problem. Um, Okay, back to to Disney movies. So you got... I got... I just forgot that fucking fast. I got Hocus Pocus. Pocus. I got Twitches. I have Halloween Town 3. Okay, we need need a fourth one. We need need one more. Interview with Vampire Man. God, I was... No. I mean, uh, uh, Little Vampire. That's what it's called. Little Vampire. It's definitely Little Vampire. I just don't know why the name... Oh, damn. I was going to put Don't Be... Don't Look Under the Bed. It's top top 10, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, Don't Look Under the Bed is top. Fucking not. I'm gonna like, say, in picking out of those four, besides Focus Focus, it's gonna be kind of difficult. Whew. Okay. Uh, so, so I what? mean, we can we can ask Twitches. It was it was it's of the four, it's probably the least. Classic. Well, well, hold on, wait, wait, wait. So what we gonna do is we gonna we gonna start with what we keeping and whatever's left is what's left. Okay. So first one off the board for me that I'm definitely keeping: Julie Andrews, not Julie Andrews, Bette Miller, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Fucking Halloween Town. <laughs> fucking, fucking Binks. Zachary! Zachary Binks! Oh my god. Focus, focus with that shit. And Zachary Binks also, celebrity crush. Like, team crush. <laughs> I used to be like, oh, Zachary Binks, y'all. Zachary, like, where are you? Zachary Binks? Like, oh my god. even Zachary as a cat, like, hearing his voice was like, <laughs> oh, yes! So, Hocus Pocus is off the board for me. What's the first one off the board for you? Uh, I feel like mine is gonna get axed anyway. Cause I'll, no, I'll but again, it's an individual. I mean, it's a, it's all individual. It's not a collective thing. So with your so which which one is gonna leave for you is individually you. The first one off the board for me is Hocus Pocus. So out of the four, which one's the first one off the board for you? Meaning the first one that I'm keeping? Yeah, the first one that you that you that you keeping in the vault. Oh, well, it'll be Twitches. I just love it so much. I just love it so much. Evan. And this is between Hocus Pocus, Twitches, Halloween Town Three, and Don't Look Under the Bed. Yep. Damn, y'all gave me like the two hardest ones. Like, like it's, it's, it's between and Hocus Pocus against all four of those movies. Okay. You, I say you have to pick which one is the first one off the board for you. The, like, the, the last one, one standing. Me, the, one the first. One. The first one off the board would be Hocus Pocus. It's just oh. too much of a classic. It airs twenty-seven times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second one I'm gonna keep. Boogie Monster. Uh, but low key Halloween Town, and not even well. Are we? Is three the one? Should we? I, I wish we could just group it up as the franchise, but we have to say like one, two, or three. Three, yeah, because that that would be unfair. Because Hollow that that would be like literally. That would be the number one. That would be the yeah. That would be just keep on. Um. um so, matter of fact, we gonna matter of fact. Hold on. Hold on, we gonna we gonna put the little vampire. We are gonna take Halloween Town off, but we gonna do it double. We gonna do we gonna see which Halloween Town movie is going. Which one y'all gonna keep? Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so we gonna we gonna so instead of Halloween Town, we are gonna put the little vampire up there. So it's so it's Hocus Pocus, the little vampire, Twitches, and Don't Look Under the Bed. And I, again, Hocus Pocus was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one that I'm gonna have to take off is Twitches. Low key Twitches, Twitches, Twitches. Twitches. <laughs> like I literally had my mom was like well, what do you want to do for your birthday and I didn't know for the longest time and then I saw that that Twitch was Twitches there on my birthday out. and I was like girl I would be in the house <laughs> watching <laughs> Twitches at home watching Twitches um 
I would probably say Hocus Pocus. Well, not probably. I'll definitely say Hocus Pocus because that movie is just a classic. When I say since October has started, I've been singing. Come, little children, I'll take now, you I will away. Say, yes. I will say I'm not as much of a stand for that movie as y'all are. Oh my gosh, I love I, that fucking movie. I didn't think about it. So stop. Sorry. I did, I did, I the I black did. candle. Like, y'all, when he first lit the black candle and shit started shaking and like everything started going black, I remember like I have a like distinct memory of being a kid and getting so like scared and giddy at the same like, like deciding in that very moment this is gonna be my favorite fucking movie. And the like, thing is and it was like we need a virgin to light the black candle and then the girl looked at him like a virgin like right. <laughs> like nigga you a virgin? I'm ready to get the fuck <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Twitches and Halloween, and uh, Twitches and Hocus Pocus are the first two off for me. Same. Um, I would have to say Hocus Pocus and Don't Look Under the Bed. I, okay. feel, like, I feel like Ebony gonna ask Twitches. I see it. I, like, it it like, I, see it I love face. it. I see go it. Twitches, go Twitches. <laughs> but like, Honestly, I think the second Twitch, I really enjoyed the second Twitches too. Like, so Twitches over over the oh, low, over the little vampire. The damn pro yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. For me, what's what's here to stay for sure is Hocus Pocus and Don't Look Under the Bed so far. So now I have to choose between Twitch, Twitches and Little Vampire. vampire. I already know she's gonna pick. That's what I'm vampire. saying. Like, so go ahead. I'm gonna say it's like. I mean, Twitches gotta saying? go. Twitches gotta go. Twitches gotta go. That's your third. Okay, so she's so Ebony. She out already. Ebony uh-huh. has officially. Uh, she she took off Twitches. The other three stay for her. Me. Um, the little vampire can go. Don't look under the. Don't look under the bed is a classic. It's, it was between don't look under the bed and the little vampire for me. Don't look under the bed. It's the too much of a classic. Yeah, so I got that one. Cause that yeah, dude, that gonna, dude was in um even Stevens. Even Stevens, Bay, 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 Bay. Y'all, I, I loved him. I don't, yeah. Well, you said which one could go? The little vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Same for me. I didn't really. Care. So you got Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town, and Don't Look Under the Bed. No, no. Halloween took Halloween Town out. Oh, so. Hocus Pocus, um, Don't Look Under the Bed, don't look under the bed and switches. That, that's both Over of us. Over Little Vampire? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I loved, I, I loved the Little Vampire. I loved his family. It was all like, literally. Like, yeah, he, had his, with the fame. he had his own little baby coffin. And when yeah. he and when he first saw Nick, he was like. like that's what I'm saying. Like, Little Vampire was low-key scary. It for was like, dope. For the age that we were. It was low-key fucking scary. And then we go. Little to, Vampire came out when Don't Look Under the Box. I mean, like, when Outside the Box was still airing. That's how fucking old that movie is. And then to wrap this up, we gonna do a one gotta go with the Halloween towns. Now you got one, two, three, and four. Uh, All well, four gotta go because I ain't. I'm about to say, well, I'm gonna say, matter of fact, because it wouldn't be I fair. It wouldn't be fair because four is gonna automatically, I think, go. Period. So we gonna do one, two, and three. Um. Damn, because man, Caliber's Revenge is just. Remember that's the, the first skulls? one. That's the first the, one. The, the little board. like walkie-talkie skulls. Mm-hmm. So so. Halloween Town Two, Calabar's Revenge. Halloween Town Two, Calabar's Revenge. Um, is is on the board for me auto- automatically. Automatically. So now it's between three and, and one. Because mm-hmm. fuck four. I mean. We coming to the end, y'all. You see how intense it's getting. It is getting tense. Because I don't want to say the first one because that's kind of like what started everything. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, the first one I literally own on DVD. Like, mm. So I don't want to say the first one. I have to borrow that one But of the, but of, the, of the three, I definitely... Uh, I don't know. I would Because if you took it away, technically Calabar's Revenge would be the first one. If you took Halloween Town 1 away. I mean... 
But then again, you had to set up Calabar. So damn, yeah, Halloween. So Halloween you Town. Can't take out the first. One. Yeah, so Halloween. Remember when Sophie in Halloween Town one is um trying to uh remember when they're when they're uh trying to get everything together for the spell? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Remember how scary it fucking was <laughs> yeah. to see her mom and grandma frozen in the movie theater? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously, had a bit scared to go see the movies like for a little second. <laughs> Seeing them frozen in the movie theater like that, I used to literally be like in the movie theater and thinking Caliber was gonna pop up. I'm gonna say screen. spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen the movie, which where the fuck have the you been? Where the fuck have you been? been? Absolutely. Calabar, the Calabar is that. the villain in the first one, and and Calabar and his son are the villain in the second one. And third. And third. No, the third Wait. one is the knights. Yeah, it is the knights. It is so yeah. But Calabar. Just, just as a villain, ranks top for me because he first, like he's like she said, he was charismatic. As he had the, the, the grandma and the mama trapped in the theater along with everybody else that's having to go see this movie. Which mm-hmm. why would you go see it if these people aren't even coming out? <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, and then in the second one, he was a frog. Like he wasn't even really Calabar. His son Cal yeah. made him into like this little frog thing and who was weird as fuck he was like the creepiest boyfriend her mom had ever gotten like he had these weird green lily pad eyes and this super long tongue and he caught a fly once as a human at the party remember in halloween town 2 at that party oh yeah. no at that <laughs> point caught that fucking fly with his tongue <laughs> at that point in time my mama was like oh fuck no she was yeah, like that's also calabar's revenge calabar's revenge excuse me is the one where at that party yep when all the masks got stuck to their faces yep. and everybody mm-hmm. became what they were that's fucking terrible. talk about that's metaphoric terrifying. as fuck like the people that they make the most fun of it's who you become like halloween town was such a a, you know what like we are gonna choose one but i just want to say like halloween town was a true testament of like how to accept diversity amongst communities like all those people should have been able to get along and live together and thank god by the third one they they did like it was so fucking lit like mortals (laughs) monsters humans like what Call me a human again. Right, <laughs> literally. Like, I think I'm gonna go. I guess I'm gonna have to. Say, I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna have to X the first one. I love. I'm gonna have though. to X the first one too. The, skulls, the second one and the third one are just the walkie-talkie exactly. skulls are enough for me to X out the first one. Like <laughs> the skulls and the set, the walkie-talkies in the second one were fucking everything. Like, if I, again, for me personally, but it's just because I literally I remember three. But I have to rewatch three to recapture that. Like I, I remember in three, they had that locker that they could like to go into, and it would turn into their whole like Halloween town, oh, yeah. Yeah. like in the middle of campus. Everything. <laughs> Fucking perfect. But thank y'all so much for listening to the Ways World podcast. We'll be right back with this young outro. This has been not a regular Schmegler episode at all. <laughs> not at all. This is completely a, out of the norm. This this as as usual, whenever I get to a chance to record with my friends, like this is and I don't even and again, y'all have heard me say before I don't use the word friends. These this is my family. Yeah. Whenever I get a chance to to record with my family, it is an amazing thing because you see the fluidity. And you right, and how we can't ever stay on one topic. Right, <laughs> it's just an amazing, it's just an amazing thing. Um, but I do want to thank you all 
for listening to the Ways World podcast. Anything yeah. else y'all want to plug before we go? Uh, no, just keep listening to Ways World. Listen out for uh, a boozy night. That's going to be an indie if you're in that area. And make sure you keep listening to the podcast. Share the shit. Um, as I said last time I was here, fuck the family. <laughs> the family fuck, fuck my, my husband. Faith. Faith. Fuck my fuck husband. My husband. And other people know where they can find y'all. Oh, oh um, yeah. like I said last time, you can follow me on Instagram. I don't really post, but um, it's at Wanchalant, J-U-A-N-C-H-A-L-A-N-T. And uh, yeah, be on the lookout for some content coming very soon for me. Um, I've become a senior citizen, so I really only operate on Facebook right now. But that's under Ebony, lots, L-O-T, as in Tom, T as in Tom. <laughs> um, I do plan on getting on a, on a few other social media networks, mainly just Twitter and Instagram. Um, I still have my Instagram up. It's underscore hash and haikus. Yes, hash and haikus. I'll be looking for a request from some of y'all. I'll be on there shortly. I plan on logging back into that shit. So uh, definitely, but Facebook for all my other senior citizen, 25-year-olds. <laughs> um, I'm on Facebook under Ebony Lot. And you can find the Ways World Podcast at Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, any place else you listen to your local podcast. Uh, you can find us on, you can find me at how underscore way underscore how at Instagram. You can also find me at Call Me Nerd Gang at um, Twitter. I can I can't change that name. I've been trying for years. I know, right? Like, I like Twitter won't let me change my, my Twitter handle. I won't even say reason. my Twitter handle because no, I used to do I, live. I, I run like I run like three or four different. Right, like I used to do <laughs> live feeds account. during. Uh, during like award, award shows, shows and mm-hmm. shit so I'm not even saying my old Twitter name cause that bitch was trash like <laughs> that Ebony that used to do that shit was trash <laughs> well I still be doing the same shit so you can find me on my Twitter, <laughs> okay, my Twitter my, all my, I've made it a point to make all my Twitter my Instagram Twitter and everything it's all the launch line it's all the same thing so uh, but as usual, I want to thank y'all for listening to the Ways World podcast. It was a pleasure. Yeah, always, this was freaking always. fun. Y'all are who I do it for. Um, and again, we are. I'm gonna try to start up a segment called Ask Way. I'm gonna start posting it. So if you all want to mm-hmm. ask, you know, ask me a question, and you know, that could get real. That could get, get really interesting. It could, right? I'm gonna start up a segment called Ask Way. So if y'all got anything, Advice y'all want from Wayman is unfiltered. It like. is. Oh, it's it's, un, it's unfiltered like a motherfucker. So you you gonna get the real coming from me. But once again, thank you for listening to the Ways World Podcast. The Periscope as well as the Patreon are coming very, very soon. Woo! Come on, Periscope. Come on, yes. Patreon. So stay tuned for that. But this has been another episode of the Ways World Podcast. Peace. Peace.